Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silva and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Pigaloaf and Dr. Zong. And Jack McLarge, huge. I'm joined today by Dr. Zom and Jake Mick Large-Huge from Podcast Without Honor and Humanity. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. <laughs> this is episode 56, uh, Out of Place, Out of Time, Double Feature. We are covering today 1993's Demolition Man, starring... Zom's favorite actor, Sylvester Stallone, and second favorite actor, Wesley Snipes. Yay, Wesley Snipes. And uh, 1981's Time Bandits, uh, directed by Terry Gilliam, starring all kinds of fun people. And Sean Connery again yes. on the show. Yes. Yes, yes. Where is Bryn when you need him? Um, so, yeah. Gentlemen, how are you both? I will let you talk at the exact same time because it won't be confusing at all. Well, I have mucus coming out of two of my holes today, which is fun. I'm going to roll like a dice a... and guess which holes those are. Yeah, besides mm. the butthole, what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. My left ear hole. My butthole, my left ear hole. My left butthole. <laughs> That's okay, because I got, I got plugs for one of those. So I, I, I think I'm good today. Again, I'm rolling a dice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But I, I, I heard the call last night. There, I saw the big mustache in the sky. And, uh, yeah, I, I hadn't seen any of these movies in ages, so fuck. Why not? Nice. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Why not come on and shit? Exactly. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Zom, I pretty much know how you're doing because instead of recording this past <laughs> Thursday, we talked for four and a half hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all uh, did you, you, you picked up the funk, I guess, Jake, from, uh, from Horror Hound? Yeah, the horror hound funk, it, it infested my pores, it clogged up my nasal cavities. Um, I mean, semen will do that to you, you know, you got to be Ooh, careful. That's the mucus, still just yeah. oozing you know, out. Yeah. Moderation, people, seriously, moderation. Dick, 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 dick. But, you know, when in, when in Indianapolis, <laughs> do as the horror hounders do. The Colts do, suck. Nom, nom. <laughs> yeah, I said it. So, uh, did you both enjoy Horror Hound? We haven't actually recorded anything about it. So, mm. how was your trip? Um, it was it was way less awkward when I whenever I wasn't around Zom. Like, I felt like I could be a normal person, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. But whenever I was around Zom, you know, you, you're around Zom, and it's like you know, you really got to walk on eggshells. You know, you, you gotta 
he's just that kind of guy. But you know, you get, uh, all, you get a little nervous. Sweet. You you want to impress yeah. him, you, you know. He always he just likes touching you. It's weird. <sighs> like it's like at uh, any given moment, you know, I'm just like oh, you know, I forgot my hand was on your leg. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> <the other> <laughs> leg. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Lots of swell people. Um, and we had the time of our lives. It was good, good fun. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> oh shut up! You had fun. Concert. You guys are a bunch of fucking crybabies, man. I've never seen grown <laughs> men that are like, "Oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm bawling. I'm bawling right now. I'm so happy and I'm sad at the same time." Man up, bitch! Sag up, sag up. I was here. I was here crying for a different reason because I was not in Indianapolis and I was sitting at home by myself. <laughs> Dude, seriously, you didn't miss anything. You know, you know, last time, same thing. Yeah, lots of monotony. Yeah, it was just the same as last time. An incredibly awesome time. That's all. Yeah, there are going to be many of those. You know, this year. Yeah. No, well. Yeah. Not. Well, um, Zom, I know your list is going to be super long, so we might no, need no, to no, trim no, no. it down this week. Well, well uh, maybe not if you didn't if you didn't watch anything in Horror Hound, but um, I guess we'll, we'll let the guest go first. We'll get into what we've been watching lately. Well, honestly, I have I only have one movie because I came back from Horror Hound. I had to catch up on my own films for my own show. I had homework to do. I still have homework to do. But no, no Asian movies. Okay, oh, shit. we're not allowed to discuss those. Yeah. Well, this we, is, have, we have a relationship with another Asian podcast that we don't want to step on their toes. <laughs> that's, very, that's very true. Well, this one it's it's half Asianish. It's half um, Asianish because because Jackie Chan Tell is that's in it. A clan. Yeah, wow. Jackie Chan is in it. He's only half Asian, but but he speaks English. You know, and he's it, trying and to make himself non-Asian. To, at least seems like sometimes. Yeah. And oddly enough, there is a uh, Jackie Chan connection to Demolition Man. Hmm. Ooh, Ooh, yes, there is, because I read it on Wikipedia right before we came on the air. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, um, the only movie I watched, which was given to me by um, a good friend that I met over the past couple horror hounds, Troy, he had movie matchup, well, formerly movie matchup fame, and he gave me a rip from one of his laser discs, which is referred to as Red Bronx, which is basically the uncut. Japanese version of Rumble in the Bronx. And I watched that and it's really, really good. I did not understand whenever they're speaking Cantonese. So, but, you know, I've seen that movie. Did that have Ox Baker in it? (laughs) Who? Ox Baker. No, no, it had Abdullah the Butcher, didn't it? Abdullah the Butcher? No. Are you sure? He was in some prison movie. I don't think he's been in He was in the Jackie Chan movie. Um, it It wasn't Rumble in the Bronx, I know that much. They need to have a whorehound in Atlanta so everybody can go to Abdullah's House of Ribs and Chinese food. <laughs> Didn't they say the floor was either sticky or slick? I think Ooh, I yeah. said that. <laughs> oh, I thought you read that. No, 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 no. Oh, you were just making – you were just funning. I was just funning. Oh. Well, uh, uh, so wait. So Chan was in this movie? Wait. In, uh, yeah, Ooh. Rumble in the Bronx? No, no, no. In the one you watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Red Bronx, but I don't know why it's referred to that way. It's basically just uncut Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, 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 oh I got you. I thought it was a different yeah. a different version of it. Okay. Yeah, and there's like 10 minutes added. Even some of the action scenes, there's more added to it. I don't know why Miramax or – I'm pretty sure Miramax bought it. I don't know why they bother cutting some of it out. But, you know, it's um, it's one of my favorite Hong Kong films of all time because it was, you know, the first uh, widely released Jackie Chan movie over here, at least in theaters nice. that I remember. 
And, you know, it's got that awesome fashion. It's got um, hover hovercrafts. It's got um, Anita Mui. Uh, it's just, it's a good, it's a good time. And that's really the only thing I watched this week. I've been a, I've been a busy body. Cool, Zom. What have you been up to, sir? What have you been watching? Uh, well, okay. Uh, let's start at the bottom of this list. Okay. Uh, let's see. I watched a uh, 30 for 30. Uh, Peter Berg uh, directed it. Uh, Called uh, King's Ransom about uh, Wayne Gretzky and the big deal that sent him from the Edmonton Oilers to the L.A. Kings. I think that's the first one. Yes, yeah. it is. He, he made a lot it. of money and um, never won another championship. And they had a good team because uh, the Islanders were top dog and won like about five fucking Stanley Cups. And then Edmonton came along and they never won another one. Um, so anyway, and neither did Gretzky after he left Edmonton. So, but it's that one's a pretty good one. Uh, Berg, uh, you know, if you are a uh, documentary purist, uh, the when the documentarian puts himself in the movie, it's kind of like. And he does because he plays golf <laughs> with Wayne Gretzky and asks him questions. And I yep. would like—I always wanted to fuck uh, Janet. Uh, was Janet Jones Gretzky when she was in <laughs> Pink uh, Flamingo with Matt Dillon, and she came up out of the pool in her one-piece white bathing suit? She had a body that would make your knees freeze and your liver quiver, Daddy. <laughs> Next thing I watched was. Uh, Oh, uh, this is really, you know, I'll throw it in here, but it's a WWE Top uh, 50 Superstars. Uh, it's on Netflix Instant Watch, and it's kind of bullshit because uh, <laughs> when you put, uh, like, Bruno San Martino and Hulk Hogan at, like, number 25 in the middle, Ooh. it's kind of stupid. So, you know. Is that, is, that a, is, that a, is that kind of a thumbing the nose at them oh, for yeah. not oh, yeah. you know not being part of the Well, game basically what they're saying with uh Sam Martino, okay, he doesn't he hates Vince and he doesn't want to go in his Hall of Fame. Uh but also at now some people would say, well, he was just a regional champion because at that time WWF was only in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, but he wrestled all over the world. He wrestled in Japan, San Francisco, Florida, Georgia, blah, 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 blah. He was, uh, and he wrestled for Dick the Bruiser in Indianapolis. Dick the Bruiser! And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to ask Ken Johnson when we go up there, uh, when I go back up there, uh, I want to find out where Dick the Bruiser actually lived because I want to go by his house and, um, I don't know, do something <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Next thing I watched uh, was uh, Pieces of Dreams, which was a Ooh. 1970s movie uh, starring Robert Forrester and Lauren Hutton with the gap between her teeth. And uh, uh, Robert Forrester was very, very young in this because he still had all of his natural hair. He didn't have that ugly weave that he has now. <laughs> Um, this is an interesting movie, not a good movie, but it's interesting because Robert Forster plays a Catholic priest. Uh, Lauren Hutton is kind of a social worker, and it has a lot to do with abortion. And uh, not only abortion, uh, um, but um, it also has some other taboos, like Robert Forster being a priest and wanting to fuck Lauren Hutton. Uh, but it's not. it sounds a lot better when I'm talking about it. Uh, than it was because it, if it wouldn't have been so risque uh, with the subject matter, I would say it almost felt like a made-for-TV movie from the 70s, but I know it wasn't. Uh, next thing I watched was a Sam Fuller movie called House of Bamboo. 
with uh, Robert Stack and Robert Ryan. Um, I like this one. It was old school. Uh, so I think it was like 1954, some 53, 54. I can't remember. But uh, it, it uh, had some interesting lo- or some cool locations, and uh, basically had to do with uh, GIs that kind of stayed over in. Uh, I think it was in Japan or Hong Kong. I was thinking about that because I must have been half asleep when I was watching or something. But um, staying over there and kind of uh, starting running some rackets. Uh, Robert Ryan, um, he's not like a – well, I guess he's kind of like a sort of a pseudo-mafia guy and uh, taking money from the pachinko – or actually – running them, the pachinko parlors and other stuff like black market shit. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, just old school movie. Uh, it's a classic. Watch it. It's on instant watch me. Uh, next thing I watched was uh, I watched in the bathtub uh, on my uh, my iPad, which was uh, Charles Bronson. Um, he's um, His real name was Charles uh, Buczynski and he had a little bit of a career in the early 70s. Um, he um yeah he was all right it's 1970s and uh, uh rene clement uh was i think the director because i wrote it down i didn't write director but that's what it says and uh, marlene <laughs> jobert uh was as charles bronson kept calling it come on love love and uh he's trying to get her to tell him shit so he like forces her to drink whiskey and he literally pours it down her throat which was kind of sexy um <laughs> Well, I don't know. It was kind of weird, but it had some rape in it too. Ooh, um, yay. It's a good movie. I, I, it's one that you, it's good to have on the iPad so you can just watch it. Uh, yes. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> as opposed to other movies that aren't good that you can put on your iPad and not watch. I got, I, I've, I've always wondered where, when, you, when you're in the bathtub, where yeah, does yeah. your iPad sit exactly? Well, okay. Sometimes some movies, the – the volume, even if you turn it, because I, I I probably could put headphones on, uh, earbuds, but I don't really like to. But um, I ha- there's a shelf right at the end of the tub, and if you lift the shelf up, you can like actually lift it up, and that's where all the pipes are. And uh, if you have to work on them, but um, so I can sit it there and and just look straight on. Or if the audio is not that good, I put it on the toilet to the left of me <laughs> on the toilet seat. But this time. Um, I was eating uh, some chicken and corn on the cob and drinking some cappuccino while I was in the tub. So I had to put it down at the end because my, the toilet seat. Okay, i got to ask this. What? Have you ever dropped food in the tub <laughs> while watching and then pick up the food out of the water and eat it still? But I was thinking when I was eating – no, I've never dropped like actually like, – because I hold the plate you know, right there. But <laughs> yeah, he's eating, not a slob. Oh, no. But when I was eating the corn on the cob, uh, I had the plate. Stew. It, it was like some of it fell into the tub. And I was like, <laughs> not the cob. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's, get, let's get back on track and be serious now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I watched uh, Solomon Kane with that uh, Perforoy guy uh. and – uh, Pete Postal Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is on iTunes uh, for rental. In it's like the in the theaters iTunes, and it um, it was nine dollars and ninety nine cents. But I watched it with a with several of my friends, and uh, I'm sure next week it'll come out for like two or like a dollar ninety nine rental, and I probably got fucked. Uh, but I just wanted to watch something new without going to the theater. It's it's okay. It's not yeah. great. Um, it, um, 
I don't know. It, I can see. I can kind of see why they didn't release it in the theaters at, at, for like two years over here. Because to me, this could have been, and probably if they didn't have this iTunes deal like that, straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that it's bad. It's just not. Eh, it's okay. Right. And he does look like uh, Hugh Jackman in this. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, it, was, it definitely uh, it runs out of steam at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's some big. Uh, you know, I was, well, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> okay, now one movie that did not run out of steam that actually started out slow and I was like groan, but then took <laughs> off and I was like holy shit and Loaf's going to love this. 2012's Safe with Jason Stith. Uh, Let me tell you nice. something, Daddy O. This movie, okay, you're watching. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're watching the Jason Statham movie. There's two things that you expect. He's going to take his shirt off, mm. and he's going to fucking fight like karate and do, or whatever. You know, <laughs> Jake's more in tune with this Asian stuff, so I'll just say karate. It might yeah. be some judo kind of, chops. Yeah, judo chops and yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so many chops. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this: it started out. I don't know, like the first 20 minutes, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, what is this shit? He's fucking crying and uh, his his ass fit. And I mean, it's just like, fuck, he's just like a big pussy. This is a violent fucking, and I'm not talking about usual Jason Statham violence. This is ultra violence. And that fucking kicks it up a goddamn notch. Is this straight Uh, to video or did it it go in the theater? My friend saw it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, it's by this. Uh, the director is uh, Boaz Yakin. Uh, he was supposed to do Batman Year One, but then he got kind of. Uh, also has Chris Sarandon in it, and this uh, little uh, Chinese girl, uh, Catherine Chan, who was really good. But it was. It, I know Love doesn't like Statham, but um, this worth has it maybe. Huh? Worth it maybe. This has some violence in it that. Me and my two friends were like, holy fucking shit. Like some <laughs> violence. Uh, next thing I watched was uh, – I, I don't know why. I, I think it's just because it's on TV and I start watching it and I want to watch Vinnie Jones be like a real motherfucker. Uh, was um, The Condemned, which uh, showcases Ooh. the fact that Steve Ooh. Austin – Stone Cold Steve Austin can't act. <laughs> and even – and he looks like he's you – know, okay, he's trying to be tough. And and then he when he has tries to put a mean look on his face he looks like he ha- he is constipated uh, like Jake McLarge huge with the bricks in his mm-hmm. asshole uh, mm-hmm. and, and not only that but then when he tries to say lines like uh, come on sweetheart or come on sunshine or something like that when he's getting ready to fight it just sounds stupid it doesn't he's trying to sound like a cool badass but he just sounds stupid and he 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 is so muscular. That when he's fighting or running, it's like he looks like a fucking clod, you know, like he just has no um, uh, agility, nothing. He just yeah. looks like shit. So yeah. anyway, but Vinnie Jones is good, and uh, they it has some rape in it too. Uh, yeah, oh, great! What <laughs> that Stone Cold really took it up the ass. Anyway, 
no, no, no. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, seating of a ghost. Uh, this yeah. one, a Jake Large Huge type movie, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, directed by uh, Chuan Yang. See, now he'll probably know these people or know their or, or whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying. Norma Chu, Philip Ko, and Maria Joe. Uh, oh, Philip is, Ko. Um, he was the uh, main bad guy in uh, Fatal Termination. There you go. Yeah. Yes, yes, he was. Now that, now that I think about it, because yeah, that creepy motherfucker. Yeah, um, this is um, it's different, and it's <laughs> it's it's not a lot of uh, you know. I don't know. Is this is this uh, like a racist thing to say? Not a lot of chop sake, uh, uh, or uh, <laughs> hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. So well, Ghost anyway. was a remake of this. With Patrick Swayze and uh, yeah. <laughs> think about it. You know what? In that movie, I'd say what you want about that movie. I remember watching it and fucking uh, like tearing up. But Demi Moore had really big boobs, and she wore like an undershirt and no bra. Mm. Yeah, and I never really cared for her that much. You know, she's you know, but she had uh, that 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 look right there will put get you past a lot of things. She she's, she that was post, she has boob job though right yeah but but I think she got a, she got that uh, like reduced because when she did that strip tease or whatever it was she got them big yeah and mm-hmm. I've seen her lately and now she's an old washed up uh, mess of a woman because that stupid dumb shit beard of hers uh, left her <laughs> he, you know, Jesus Christ he was twenty five fucking years younger and she's like. Oh, Bring it up. Well, what the fuck did you think, you fucking moron? Oh, it's so cool. The, sh- he goes, the, he goes to places with them, and and Bruce Willis is there, and they're just like a family, and it's so cool. Bruce Willis was probably laughing his ass off, like, look at this dumb cunt fucking with this <laughs> this dude who is obviously gay, twenty five years younger than her, and Bruce Willis is out fucking Alicia Class uh, when, sh- and she was like the anal queen of porn. No, to me more. And she didn't freak out about that. She didn't have a nervous breakdown about that. She's just old, washed up. She's probably going through things. Anyway, the next thing I watched was that was my commentary on that situation. <laughs> uh, the next thing I watched was uh, a movie, and I've been I've been meaning to watch this. It's been sitting in the old queue with uh, the other 450 movies that I have in there. Um, because, and the reason I wanted to watch it was because it is directed by Christopher Nolan. I think it was his maybe his first movie, 1998's. Uh, following, yeah, mm. um, starring Ax- A- Al- Axel. That's when I start calling you because the guy's name's Alex Hall. So I'll just call you <laughs> Axel from now on. Uh, Alex Hall and Jeremy uh, the- Theobald. Theobald. Uh, so uh, this was good, and you can see um, his stylings on it, like uh, something shot out of time. I like the. Uh, I, I, I've never heard of either one of the the main actors or, or any of them. I mean, even the, even the chick that's in it, never heard of any of them. But they were really good. And uh, yeah, this is a fucking good movie. I wish it's one of those ones where when I finally watched it, I watched it in the bathtub too, um, and I and I did have some food, um, but it was good. Uh, I wish I would have watched it sooner. And the last thing I watched was uh, Desert Rats, and this was a 1953 movie by Robert Wise. And um, the reason I watched this is because I like old war movies because um, I'm a, a, a Republican. I'm a hawk, mm. and, uh, and I'm all for war. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it had Richard – the reason – I'll tell you what the reason I watched it. Okay, first of all, uh, there's a movie called The Desert Fox. 
starring James Mason about uh, the German general Erwin Rommel, who was, uh, you know, uh, fucking pretty much fucked up the uh, allies in Africa, at least until mm-hmm. the Americans got there. And then we kicked that Kraut's ass back. USA. USA. Iran, <laughs> uh, number one. And, and the, you know, the Iron Sheik <laughs> did show up. We had three fucking wrestlers that showed up at Horror Hound. Iron One, Sheik was there? Yeah, was, Iron Sheik was there, Hall, and Tommy Wildfire Rich. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's, it's the truth. Get crazy, baby. <laughs> it's getting crazy out there. Somebody say something about crazy. Anyway, that was for Lord William, the big Billy. Um, anyway, uh, and if I say anyway a couple more times, I'll just flick my nuts. Just the right one because the other one's got that cyst on it. Um, uh, uh, no, this starred – okay, uh, Desert Fox was good, James Mason. Well, this said it was the sequel to Desert Fox. Uh, and then I found it odd that James Mason spoke German almost through the entire movie. <laughs> but the real star is Richard Burton. And that's why I wanted to watch it because I like Richard Burton. And even if the movie sucks, just watching – and he's young in this too. And he didn't have like pits in his face or – and he didn't seem really drunk all the time. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> There He's on go. the lighter stuff then. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, I can't remember if I mentioned that I watched American Reunion last week. Um, no, you, no. Okay, no. that that must have been the, where my week started. Um, so yeah, I watched American Reunion. I got it from the Red Box at the same time as uh, that other Dolph movie that I watched last week huh? that I forgot the name of. One in the Chamber. Um, Doing the stink. Yeah. Uh, the American Union was okay. I, 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 I like the American fill-in-the-blank movies. Um, yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's – and that's actually what I wrote on, on uh, Miso. It's all right. Um, I just thought you hated America. I hate America, but not things about America. Okay, there you go. Not dicks and pies. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I like the – wait wait, 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 wait. What? Dicks and pies? In no, dicks pies. in pies. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, this was like the goddamn American Pie thing. I thought, yeah. oh, honest to God, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I, I thought mean, you were talking about like some documentary or something. No, 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 no. Dicks pies. American. It's 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 like twelve years later, and they're there's it's a high school reunion and shit. You hate those movies? I, I saw I saw the first th- three in the theater. Um, you know, I enjoyed the thing them. I liked they're- about them was some of the hot naked girls. That guy, that fucking Stifler. Oh my God, I hate that fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, you probably hate this too. Um, it's, yes, it's all right. Uh, let's see. I watched Harlan County, USA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, this is uh, as we've talked about last week. Pretty legendary, and uh, for me, for me, this one kind of lost its focus in the last like twenty minutes. Um, That's why I won the Academy Award. Because it lost its focus. <laughs> the, uh, when it, cause when the, when the picket, when the line finally breaks and the, the coal company kind of gives in and everything, it, it kind of just was like, blah, 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 here's some more stuff and here's some more. Like it, 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 it felt like it lost its focus a little bit, but really, what really excellent think? though. The, uh, the, um, the, the redneck asshole that was like the, the head of the scabs. Oh my god. Is he not a dick? And he gets by and points a gun at her face. Fucking like it, riding around like he, that when he was creeping up, that fat fuck creeping up, like holding that pistol in his pocket. Yes. Oh my god. Like, oh, what a. I felt like I was back at home growing up. Um. No shit. God. Uh, let's see. Uh, I watched La Strada. 
Um, ah, yes. I guess I had never finished this before because I did not remember the end of it at all. So it's probably one I'd started and didn't finish. Much like books, I also start movies and never finish them. Um, and this was quite, quite good. Um, despite fucking AT&T's internet this past week keeping me from streaming movies properly and it's on Hulu and every five goddamn minutes I get buffering with a little fucking spinning daisy but um, probably just blasphemy yeah um, but this is it was awesome I mean this is uh, another classic two in a row when I watched that I, I the first time I watched it I was like I just was like almost yelling at the TV at Anthony Quinn. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, motherfucker. Gee, I mean, open your eyes. You have this this wonderful person who loves you, and you're just a fucking God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he was a caveman, but he was really good. That's a, it was, that was a, it was good. Uh, yes. Whoever dubbed his voice in Italian was pretty funny. <laughs> 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 it was like, kind of voice. It was pretty cool. Um, and then I watched the, th- well, man, I had a lot of he, I wonder if he has a big, like, dick. I bet she did, because he has like a long, big face, like almost like a like giant Baba. To the t- I don't know if giant Baba was hung. The um, he had skinny arms. Maybe he had a, he probably had a really skinny shaft and then a great big head, <laughs> like a fucking like a fucking mace or something. A mallet, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't get this on the podcast without our humanity. No server. Never heard of it. Um, another now, another classic. What? Hmm? Would you, did you say oh. now? I thought you were going to say something. Um, uh, I just jumping in, you know. Another classic. <laughs> um, this was on HBO Go, which we discussed before recording, um, and actually a widescreen version of it. I have the DVD, which is full screen, but I saw this on there and I had to had to take part. Uh, Action Jackson. This Ooh. is one we should record on the show or, or yeah. review on the show because this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Vanity's titties and I haven't Sharon seen Stone's that since titties. I was a kid. And so I don't really remember that much about it, except for that Craig T. Nelson was the dick. Mm-hmm. Okay, did Action Jackson was? have sex with Sharon Stone? Uh, no, he never did. God damn it! Now why? 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 Fuck, why even watch it then? <laughs> well, no, I don't know though. Well, now Craig T. Nelson did menace, and didn't he like either squeeze Vanity's tits or expose them? He was or banging Sh- Vanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, see, I like that. He's married to Sharon Stone, and Vanity is his mistress. How the fuck did Sharon Stone not get naked or get fucked in that movie? She did. She was naked too. Shower scene. Did she get fucked? No. But you'll. Well, it depends she on your definition of the word. Then. But if you if you if you watch it, you'll see why. Because her, her the, the twist that happens to her character prevents certain things from happening. So anyway, she stuck a hot poker up her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right. Uh, Craig yeah. T. Nelson. By the way, Craig T. Nelson, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's oh, what I was saying. Was right an asshole? Drunk asshole. Um, and uh, then I watched Purple Rain. Ooh, Ooh you got two of Prince's titties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This movie. Okay. I had no idea. This is a movie somehow. Now, I've owned the album Purple Rain since I started buying CDs as a youth. I Ooh. never knew. I've never seen the movie. It came out when I was probably nine, so it would have been out of my wheelhouse then. I, I thought I had seen it, but it might have been just that I had seen Apollonia's titty scene, like when she jumps in the lake like like 20 times when I was a kid, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but this movie was pretty I – mean, it's ridiculous, but it was awesome. But I had no idea that the – I always assumed that the movie was made after the album, kind of like an Elvis movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the – 
I didn't know the album was made for the movie. So Dearly beloved, the songs uh, the, the songs make a lot more a different or make a different meaning have a different meaning now that I've seen the movie. So, uh, Vanity or Apollonia? <laughs> Apollonia. Vanity. Yeah, me too. She had the bigger boobies. Yeah, she's curvier. I like that. Uh, yeah. Jake likes twinks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's damn true. Yeah. Um, okay, people. I I want to. We we just we discussed something, and I've been researching it uh, ever since. You know, I'm, you know, pretending like I'm listening um, to you guys. Uh, okay, <laughs> now this movie that I was talking about that had Abdullah the Butcher was not uh, Jackie Chan movie. And Jake will know it because he knows all things Asian. Uh, Roaring, Roaring Fire, 1982, yes. with uh, Sunny Chiba and Hiroyuki Sanada. Uh, yes. Abdul uh, the Butcher played Samson slash Spartacus. Yes, he, uh, he his big appearance in the movie is jumping out of a swimming pool out of nowhere. See, now wait a minute. Now, when I said that a little while ago... You fucking acted like you had no idea what I was talking about, and uh, Abdul the Butcher in the movie, what? And you knew the whole fucking time. He's only been in like like two movies, and you know that. Oh, God damn you! Well, okay, that's, that's just I, my game. I play coy. Podcast without honor humanity. He's like the guy that comes on the show and like tries to fucking you know make the host look bad, or well, the guest host. It's not. It's not hard to do. Um, I know you look like shit. What, the uh, uh, so James. C on our group uh, yelled at us for reviewing Demolition Man this week and said we sh- we should be reviewing this next one instead, which is Time After Time. Um, well, goddamn, I'm sorry, my you know those people in that fucking group are getting a little bit goddamn big for their britches. Yeah, this well, is a Malcolm McDowell, David Warner movie. Uh, yeah, and David Warner tied to uh, Time Bandit. So, um, well, you can't always get what you want. You can't, and. This this one I had never seen. Um, the story of this is uh, Malcolm McDowell is H.G. Wells, and he yeah. has built his time machine. And David Warner is uh, a doctor who is Jack the Ripper, who steals mm-hmm. the time machine to 1970s San Francisco. And H.G. Wells is tracking him down to get him back to their time. But uh, Oh, my God. He was fucking so awesome as Jack the Ripper. He was. David Warner is fantastic. Malcolm McDowell was really good too, and mm-hmm. Steenbergen wasn't too bad. Um, the I, I like this one quite a bit. Um, but we should review it at some point. But yeah, I'm glad we stuck with Demolition Man. I'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, uh, let's see. Time band is Demolition Man. Oh, and I watched Blade because I got in a Wesley Snipes mood after, after watching Demolition Man. Yeah. Um, another one that I assumed I had seen, but after the first ten minutes, I'm like, I've never seen this shit before in my life. Um, it's pretty awesome. I bought, or sorry, my wife bought for me the Blade, I guess, quadrilogy on mm-hmm. DVD uh, for Christmas last year. Nice. <laughs> um, so... Did you open it up as soon as you opened it up? You're like, oh, thank you. No, actually, actually, it was uh, we were at Best Buy or something, and I picked it up, and I'm like, Christmas present, and handed it to her. And, yeah. Um, did you see Tracy Lords at the beginning? I did not. Was Tracy she in the Lords Was she in the one at the big blood party? The, yes. Okay. Yes. No, I missed that. And she what? But you know, I I really, I, it was a novelty. But you know, once she hit 16, I tuned out. <laughs> Ugh. Fucking sixteen-year-olds, yeah, too old. Um, let's too see. needy. 
Chris Christopherson was pretty fantastic in it. Um, Blade, come over here. I'm going to fix you up something, you fucking motherfucker. Yeah, he is great. I like him a lot. Um, Missler. I'll have to watch the rest of those. So I know I haven't seen the rest of them. They um, get better. I wa- really? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hope... I, I hoped after watching this that when Wesley Snipes get out of pr- gets out of prison, he does a Blade movie where he's like where uh, and uh, Michael Jai White is in it, and he's like training him to be like the next vampire hunter. That'd I awesome. hope that by you saying that you watch those and us reviewing Demolition Man, that one Metal Mikey will uh, take the blinders off and cover uh, <laughs> Wesley Snipes movie on action like, attraction. Does he not like Snipes? He fucking okay. How many episodes of Action Attraction has Metal Mikey done? Like about seven hundred, and <laughs> never has done a was a Wesley fucking Snipes movie. Chuck Norris has been reviewed and banned before Snipes <laughs> got one review. Um, let's see. Speaking of banned, I banned this disc from my house. I watched fifteen minutes of the '66 movie Casino Royale, the uh, James Bond spoof. <laughs> I liked oh. it. Oh, God. It was so I like- boring. I did not make it through hardly any of that. Um, and I, I mailed it out promptly. Uh, let's see. I started watching baseball again, the baseball documentary, Ken Burns. I've watched, I'm, I'm in the middle of the third episode now. And <laughs> so you're like 17 hours in? Yeah, I'm not. Let's see. I've, I just hit the fifth hour, I think. Or the sixth hour, excuse me. Um, and I watched uh, John Sayles' Eight Men Out in the midst of all that. Um Ooh. That's on Instant Watch. So uh, John Sayles actually speaks a little bit in the third episode of uh, the Ken Burns baseball documentary. I'm forever throwing ball games. <laughs> ball games in the air. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, baseball, I love the history of it, and this is why. I mean, I've make, I make no... Uh, you're like a frat boy jock. I am, totally. But Swinging I, you know, your dick around. It's weird. It's like I, I like basketball a lot. I don't, I don't really watch football at all. I watch soccer, but baseball has been my sport since I was a kid, and for some reason it 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 stuck with me more unlike any other ones. And um, so I just I love these historical things. I can't believe I had never seen Eight Men Out before. Um, it's funny that all these like handsome young men were playing these guys that were fucking like just like pit faced ugly asses. <laughs> just, think of, just think about who's going to play us. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> when they do the horror hound uh, murder uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> After we just get tired of it all, just slay everybody. We be look like, like Clooney the, and Brad Pitt, we'll fucking, fucking Fastbender. Be the three of us. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. We're gonna make our own real life uh, uh, Muscle Wolf production. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, you know they're beef. They are beef with bite. Were they there this time? Yes. Yep. Oh hell yes. Muscle Wolf. Um, um, we uh, uh, there. There was a guy standing with his back to us across the way. And I mean, it was uh, fucking obvious because first of all, he was you know jacked, but he had a T-shirt on, and across the back there was this huge lettering that said "Beef with Bite." <laughs> and then we yeah. saw uh, Jared, uh, who is the um, guy that everybody calls Muscle Wolf because he kind of looks like uh, sort of a wolf man, and his girlfriend, and they just looked bored. They were sitting at their booth, and we started to go over. We actually walked over there and looked at their stuff and walked away. But they just looked bored. But you know what? We had a conversation. Uh, some of some of uh, uh, the uh, well, one of the other horror hounders. I won't mention any names. And we decided that everybody we talked to at Horror Hound that have met those guys said that they're really nice. So you know, we don't want to you know 
even though some people sat beside of him and made fun of him within like uh, two feet. Uh, you know what are you what are you going to do? You know whatever. You're a jock, so I'm sure people made fun of you when you were there. Look at all of what's his name over there playing baseball, basketball, b. <laughs> I'm just covering myself in case they're listening. <laughs> and that was all I watched. <laughs> Eight Men Out. Good movie. Uh, nice. Anybody that doesn't know, that's about the uh, the Chicago Black Sox scandal, 1919, where they allegedly threw the World Spoiler Series. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Charlie Sheen in it, too. It does. And a lot of the guys that were in Mate Wan. Mate Wan. Mate Wan. Yeah, fucking what's-his-face. Teague is a piece of shit in it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. He might have played a nice man once. I, everything I can remember him in, he's just a garbage. So I he think is, he won the Academy Award for uh, Eight Men Out, his little supporting role. I think that's what he won. Did he really? He was hardly in it so. at all. Uh, if my so memory that wasn't Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys care what we review first? I I do not. Let's do time bandits. We'll fucking go in chronological order since this is a time themed episode. We will hop back in time and go forward. It's a tenuous link. Tenuous link. Wait a minute. That's that other show. Hammocus. Listen to it. Uh, Let's take a break. Come back and review time bandits. We'll be right back. No one would have believed in the first years of the 21st century that Hammer films were being watched from an entertainment standpoint. No one could have dreamed that amicus films were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even considered the possibility that this area of film still had anything to offer. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to our own regarded this podcast with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against it. The Hamacus Podcast. Hammer and Amicus, and every tenuous link in between. Hamacus.com and iTunes. Cheers. Fucking song. First movie. That is Led Zeppelin. Ah, That's from their first album. There you go. Uh, Our first movie of the day Time Bandits, 1981. Uh, This is directed by Terry Gilliams. You know what? Let's let you introduce it here. Okay. A young boy accidentally joins. 
joins a band of dwarfs as they jump from time period to time period looking for a treasure to steal and stuff <laughs> and shit. No, uh, yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Uh, so, Jake, how would you yes. like to uh, lead this review? I, I would, to be honest, I would not feel comfortable. Okay, that's fine. Um, I can do this. this uh... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't take that many notes. That's okay. I was, I was busy doing my other uh, morning tasks. Okay, that's good because we like to keep it tight. We, like... <laughs> yeah. we are a well-oiled machine. How? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Time Bandits from uh, from '81. Now, I'm not sure if I've told the story on the show before, but this is one of those movies that, um. I thought had eluded me for years, just like Monster Squad. It's one that everybody talks about. You know, yeah, yeah, I've seen it as a kid, and blah blah blah. And and I'm like, fuck, I've always missed this movie. How did I miss this movie? So I finally got it, probably last year. Assuming still, I had never seen it. And as I put it on, my wife was in the room, and I was like, I've never like it was giving me such a a sense of deja vu. Something about this the intro scene with the kid in the bedroom. And as soon as the the big fucking flat face chases them down the <laughs> hallway, that's when I was like, holy shit, I've seen this before. I don't know how, but I've seen this before. And as the movie went on further and further, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Well, that's, that's one of the one – of the- one of the benefits of heavy drinking is like you you can see the same movie over and over and it's like a new experience it's and but it, so this is a movie I, I realized after having revisited it last year that i have seen probably at least two dozen times it must Jesus have come on Christ. to you. okay you've seen it two dozen fucking times okay, i never that, knew okay. the name of it two dozen a dozen is 12 <laughs> two dozen is 24 fucking times you've seen it 24 fucking times and you didn't remember that you've seen it, it i must have not i must have never known the name of it it was probably one of those things yeah. that was just on tv a lot when i was a kid and i would watch like certain parts of it or you know and not really even realize that that was the name of it we didn't have um, movie channels until I was a teenager. So it wasn't then that I saw it. Uh, it had to have been on television at some point. You just had a belt and humiliation. Yeah. <laughs> what are you watching this faggoty stuff for? Whip, whip. Um, <laughs> it's the face of the belt. <laughs> so now because of this, I, I now believe in having past lives. Because yeah, every it, time I listen to the show, you're like, I, I thought I'd never seen this before, but I have. Except you've been living your life while living someone else's life at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting lost here. All right, that's a bunch of faggoty ass <sighs> shit too. Yeah, <sighs> good beer. Um, you guys are like spiritual. Ooh, and I don't. <laughs> when I say faggoty ass shit, I don't mean gay. <laughs> I, I just mean faggoty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> faggoty. Now Fag- this has an odd IMDb entry because. The cast uh, as first build are everybody that's listed as first build appears in the movie. A cumulative, if you add everyone up, the first ten people together, they maybe have ten minutes ten of screen minutes. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, David Warner, you have to go pretty far down. David Warner is probably the next, the the most, and then you have all the the uh, I guess we'll just say little people, midgets. the dwarves, the midgets. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, okay. Let, let's let me clarify. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to clarify it. I'm I'm vague on this. What are the ones with the little sausage fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, because then you have some that are, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know the like, difference. There's I different no kinds. Of, there's different like kinds of dwarfism. That one that was in fucking um, Willow with uh, Skinny Val Kilmer. His hands were like as big as my hands. Yeah, but, but then, then these like, guys the, are smoking cigars, and their goddamn fingers. You know, her, well, her, little people. Let's just say little the, people. Yeah, little the little guys. The dwar- yeah. Well, it says dwarves. We'll just say dwarves. Yeah. Um, this is uh, the dwarves are way down on the on the first build for whatever reason, but they're well, yeah, really that's dis- kind of bullshit considering yeah. that they fucking are in the you know, and and for all intents and purposes, these guys are pretty legendary because a lot of them were in the Star Wars movies. Oh, granted, they were probably in an Ewok costume or fucking Sarkis, riding around in carnivals and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting tossed somewhere in a wrestling, wrestling. ring, but the, <laughs> Sky um, Lolo. <laughs> I saw the movie with Sky Lolo in it. That was that goddamn one with uh, uh, what's his oh, what the fuck Stuart Whitman, was that us? Did we watch or was it? that that or was that goddamn Hammockus? Stuart Whitman. We didn't watch this. No, we, we no. And yeah, he yeah, was it like, was, uh, he was like yeah. Dirty Harry. It was the uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? It was it was a Canadian movie too. It had a real fucking badass car chase and shit. Oh, the special magnum for Tony Sida. Yeah, now, what, now, you know what gets me is I'm sitting here fucking trying to t- and and you're telling me I watched a movie 24 times, can't remember it. And I'm like, yeah, remember when we did this? Like, oh, fucking, I might as well be talking to Jake. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right though. Sound effect. Um, so yeah. the, the so really, it's David Rappaport is really the main. He's kind of the leader, Randall. Um, I liked him. He was cool. Oh yeah. He, uh, it's interesting in the, uh, in the commentary, uh, Gilliam actually talked about how he really considered himself a, a better actor than the rest of them. And that tension that he artifi- or not, I guess, artificially created actually worked. So he went with it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. so some of that, some of them arguing and stuff actually had some heat behind it because he kind of like saw himself as better than the rest of them as far as acting goes. Um, That's like on this show right now. Uh, is Kenny Baker, was he R2-D2? Uh, I think so. Okay. That I sounds familiar. Because I didn't look at the names. And then there I'm was somebody up. in here that said he's the only person to appear in all six Star Wars movies besides Anthony yep. Daniels. He was, he was R2-D2. Mm-hmm. But he was not in the new ones, obviously. But That's um, Star Trek shit. Maybe I'm thinking of... No, I don't know who it was. Um, so, anyway... Back to my back to my notes. So the um, yeah, so this movie, the, the the big face is what made me realize that I had seen it before. Um, another interesting tidbit from the commentary I learned is that to get the face is that was actually just a big uh, plywood cutout that they were pushing down the hallway that they projected. They projected <laughs> nice. The face on. nice. Um, so the the commentary on the disc, if anybody's ever interested in it, is uh, it's kind of broken up. It's all right. Um, the Gilliam does most of it. Um, there's a little tiny bit of John Cleese and the Robin Hood scene. There's a little bit of Michael Palin kind of sprinkled in there. And My- Michael Palin plays a funny role in this because he's kind of like this, uh, speaking of uh, past lives thing, he's kind of reincarnated several times. <laughs> and the dwarves are constantly falling on him and uh, him and Shelley Duvall's heads. But uh, He had a big the, like, um, word on his nose or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were really funny because they were always very melodramatic. It's like, could you love me despite of my... You know, it was really cool. Um, and then... Um, What's his name? What was the kid's name? God damn, he's way down on the list. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, he only acted in two things ever. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Warnock. Now, I sent this picture of... I sent a screenshot of Kevin Warnock to my, to my mom from this movie. He uncannily, when he's not talking, I still showed a photograph of him because the way he moves his mouth is different than me. Looks exactly like me at that same age. 
Um, <laughs> he was about 11 when he made this movie. So around 10 or 11, I, I seriously like that he could be my twin. It's crazy. So we need to find a picture of him now. And I, see, yeah, I'm curious and what he see, looks like now. That would be yeah. crazy if he had a fucking mustache and stuff. And fucking these if he was fat and ugly. gay tattoos. <laughs> Do you remember if you had a British accent when you were a kid? <laughs> uh, no, if, he, if he would have, no. his dad would have smacked it out of his mouth. <laughs> you sound gay, boy. I, I used to say that all the time. He could not stand watching movies that, like, even if it was like a, a, a war movie, he'd go, God damn, man, I can't stand the way this goddamn fucking idiots talk. <laughs> okay, Jackie he just, Stewart was this great race car driver, and he'd be like, you know, Jackie Stewart was from Scotland or Ireland, or, you know, same thing. You know, but he I, might you know, he might still look like me. I don't know when this photo is from that I just found, but he's wearing fucking earrings and an eyeliner, so maybe it's ooh. fitting, but he, um, he, I mean, he still kind of looks like, he doesn't have any facial hair, so it's hard to say right now. But. <sighs> so, anyway. Can you imagine if you and him we're like sitting at a restaurant or something like a McDonald's eating cheese and your dad walked in. He'd probably like walk he'd do a double take and just like walk out. <laughs> my dad doesn't even go to McDonald's, so he if if my mom's not cooking his food, he's not having it. Um, <laughs> my kind of guy, actually. <laughs> now um the uh so when the movie starts you get um you get Kevin and his parents and um, it's kind of a cool little comment already early on with his parents just kind of like plugged into the television, ignoring their son. He's, he's trying to, he's trying to enrich himself. He's reading about ancient Greece and their warriors and stuff. And they're watching a fucking game show with, now what's that guy's name? Broadbent? Uh, yeah, Jim Broadbent. <laughs> yeah, I love awesome. that guy. But, uh, you know, they're watching this, they're like, you could win this kitchen. And they're just like, they're just like glued to this television. And, um, Somebody just posted a picture of Susan Sarandon on our group, and Justin says, I want some milk. Um, the uh, <laughs> Speaking of milk, I'm going to have some more beer. Mm. Now, i got to get something off my chest real quick. Now, I'm, I'm, of, I'm on the Skype call, and you get people who don't know much about Skype. You get little icons, mm-hmm. and for loaves, it's kind of like that picture that's been going around the Gentleman's Guy group of – Robert Zadar kind of like hypnotizing except with you it's your face on like, George the Animal Steel's Animal torso Steel. yeah but you're like peering into my soul and every time I think to like <laughs> say something I'm second guessing myself because you're like you're, you're giving me that look your dad probably gave you so I'm like uh, Actually, uh, oh, my dad didn't waste time looking at me. If oh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Loaf isn't looking into your soul. He's like looking at you and thinking, like hallucinating that you're turning into a big piece of cheese. <laughs> I still <laughs> want. I need. I need a female listener. If you can't find one, just please just just make some cleavage, squish it together, put a wedge of cheese in there, and take a photo. I need to see this. This needs to happen. Yes. What wedge of cheese between their breasts? Yes, I need to see this. Uh, hell, if we're gonna go that far, I'd like the female listener to <laughs> suck my cock. Yeah. Wait. What? Um, what was I talking about? All right, Kevin's parents. <laughs> so Kevin goes to bed and blah blah Sorry, blah. Sorry, guys. And just like every kid just has happened to them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, not the female. A um, a horse jumps out of his his uh, I guess a closet. What is that thing called? A, a, uh, a closet? No, it's a, it's a it's a freestanding piece of furniture, but it's, it's used like as a closet. A, it's like the oh, like a wardrobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, and I actually now this is the height of boredom right here. But I actually uh, listened to an NPR uh, episode about interior design in different countries, uh, and this lady was talking Jesus. about closets <laughs> and how closets 
in Great Britain, there's really no such thing. Like closets are a, almost a purely American thing, so mm-hmm. everybody uses wardrobes. Anyway. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, thank you. Sure, you've learned something today, motherfuckers. That'll be a, that'll be a new podcast, a new group. <laughs> Out of the closet with loaf. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, the <laughs> faggot. I think we had enough the, uh, of that fucking horror. <laughs> uh, um, I'm what? like I'm totally off off the rails here. On a crazy train. So the uh, the I uh, the um. The, the the noise that the, the so this knight comes leaping out of Kevin's closet. Mm-hmm. He jumps over the bed, and then all of a sudden, Kevin's room is this medieval forest. And what and, most people don't know is because I read this on like Wikipedia or fucking something. You know, you get on there and you find out weird facts. That knight was actually you never see him. It was John Travolta. What? <laughs> no shit. No. What? Why would that be John? Why? That could have been anybody. He coming out of the closet. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And Tom what? Cruise was the horse. Um, no, come on, that would be ridiculous. That's just silly. Don't be ridiculous. He was making legend about that time, wasn't he? <laughs> um, so, but the <laughs> the noise that the horse makes is the same sound. This is another movie that I saw probably a dozen my times. My girlfriend made when we were doing anal the other time. <laughs> but the they, it makes a noise like the uh, stormtrooper type guys from Kroll made when they died. Whenever the dude was, <laughs> whenever they'd get shot and they'd be like, uh, same noise. The knight makes that same noise. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> But what's cool now, if you've seen this movie multiple times, um, have you? I maybe it's possible. <laughs> Everything you see in the room essentially appears throughout the film. You have his Lego bricks that make an appearance later. Oh yeah, his, yeah. Um, there's a there's the little there's a like a spaceship type thing. You see the package for it on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. You see the night toy. You see all that stuff. So. Basically, after this night comes up, the kid's like, what the fuck? And he wants to just go to bed the next night because he's determined to catch this thing again. He wants to see what's coming out of his, out of his That's wardrobe. That's like when you, um, when you have a dream and say like it's Megan Fox or something like that. And then you want – that's more of an adult thing. If they made this more of an adult way, he'd be trying to go back to bed so he could like start licking her butthole or something. <laughs> trying to make himself sleep just and drugging the shit out of himself. Instead of the toys on the floor, it would be like, you know, fucking box of porn. Maybe if I sleep forever, I'll just have nice dreams. I never can get back to the to the dream to, to what or where I want to be if I get interrupted. Oh hell no! And my my dreams are constant interruption. Like I will ne- rarely in my dream reach a point that I want to. It's usually like eh, getting ready to happen, getting ready to happen, and wake up. Yeah, God is fucking dead. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, uh, what's that? What? Did you hear that? I you got a little fuzziness on your end. Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, hear that. That's just my, my belly. From, we should, it's growing back. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Fuzzy belly. We should be good though. It's um, good now. So the second night when uh, Kevin goes to bed, he takes a flashlight and what else did he have with him? Something else. Flashlight. Um, he, he, he had his flashlight and his flashlight and he had, like, I think he had his jacket on for some reason. Um, but the, um, this time, it's not a horse that leaps out of his uh, wardrobe, but what is it? Six, seven dwarves, uh, little people. And um, they are obviously. Completely nude. They're completely nude and lost. 
Um, was there was there seven of them, or would you just say? Seven? I think there were six. There were six. Okay. Because okay. I was going to say when you said seven, I was like I didn't count. And then of course when you say seven dwarves, first thing you think of is Snow White, and they're doing all this other stuff with uh, you know, famous things. Yeah, six. Ooh. Berman, Wally, Og, Strutter, Fidget, and Randall. Yes. Mm-hmm. The um, and you know this it's it's a pretty. It's a pretty crazy scene where you know they've bust in here and they're like, well, now we're gonna. They, they they're not exactly sure where they are. They're trying. They're following this map, and um, somehow they've ended up in this closet in the kid's bedroom in the early eighties. <laughs> um, and uh, they to, the only way they can figure out to get in, and this is very a, a very Gilliam moment, is to start pushing the wall, and the wall then just collapses and just pushes down this. Super, super long hallway. And this is, you know, like I said, this is, this is the part where I hit the deja vu. I was like, holy shit, I've seen this before. <laughs> and you get this mysterious face trying to like, return what belongs to me. And they're running away, trying to push the wall. And, you know, they fall into this just nether region, this, this black hole. Um, and, uh, this is a cool scene where, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. The, uh, <laughs> the use of miniatures, and you see this throughout the film, but, um, this is a very... That's a derogatory term to refer to them as miniatures. <laughs> right. Dude, come well, on. They, they, he has these l- tiny little dolls, I guess, just dropping them out of the sky. And it's a cool <laughs> way to, I guess, um, it's, 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 some, it's something you wouldn't see now. I guess it would, now it would be CG. Right. Um, yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a neat, it's a neat uh, effect, I guess. You can, you can tell most of the time when Gilliam uses miniatures. Um, you see it later in the film with uh, when they're walking into... Wherever evil lives, I forgot that where they called that place, but um, Fortress of Eternal Darkness. The I Fortress believe. of Eternal Darkness, where the camera's panning up and you see these tiny little guys walking across this bridge. The, again, tiny little miniatures are just pulling across with a magnet. Again, you keep saying it. Come on, dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jesus. Um, um, and the, so the first scene that they fall into is, uh, I don't know what this era is called, but. Napoleon, France, yeah. yeah, and um, I kind of like this scene. Because, was that the part that had Napoleon? Yes. No. I well. mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need beer. Um, <laughs> more wine. <laughs> so um, now Gilliam had great things to say about the um, the actor here that was playing Napoleon. His name is Ian, Ian Holmes. Ian Holmes. Home. Home. Um, he said he would just kind of, uh, you know, the, the, his portrayal was pretty funny. I did like uh, that he always left his hand. <laughs> he left his hand yeah. <laughs> in his thing, and like he he applauds at one point by just holding up his his one free hand, and the guy hits his hand for him. <laughs> very, uh, very uh, uh, Monty Python kind of humor there. But mm-hmm. so he he's. All he wants to be is entertained. So he's in this city that's being sieged. Every, people are just dying. There's people on fire and stuff. And he's just sitting there. And he wants to see little people being violent to other little people. Yeah. Um, and the funny, the funny part that made me laugh was when um, these guys come out in drag dancing and singing and stuff. And he's like, oh, they're all freaks. Not one under five, six. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did think that was a nice little commentary. He's like, I just want to see little things hitting each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like a little jab Gilliam's making towards himself. The um, like Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> uh, 
and now it gets pretty dark Rain here. Now, in those crickets. For the first, um, for the first little bit, this this movie passes as a kids movie essentially, but it kind mm-hmm. of it, at this point it starts to feel like more because not only are you getting this violence, but you have this guy. I mean, it gets kind of dark there with a guy like he he doesn't know how to. This is a very. I mean, he's just a a face, but. He doesn't know how to entertain Napoleon, obviously. So he's getting ready to just blow his head off right there behind stage. And you actually see a corpse lying on the floor behind him and stuff. And now this is not something a kid would catch, but I thought it was pretty well done. But uh, it also shows uh, like Napoleon's soldiers just shooting civilians. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pretty dark movie. And uh, and another interesting part of the commentary is uh, when it is Gilliam saying that he hated kid actors. Um, he was impressed with. The kid that, that played. makes two of us. <laughs> well, he's he's he said he he liked um, the guy that played Kevin for, for the most part. He didn't really care for kids' movies, and he didn't care for kid, child actors. Mm. So, um, he what he wanted to do was make a movie that was kind of universal. That it, it just I think this movie just kind of happened that it was good for kids, but that was not really his intent. It was to make a purely children's movie. So, right, yeah, it doesn't feel like like there's some like big like. Uh, story to be told or lesson to be learned about children's imagination, right? Right, and the then flowery things like that. You know, and he mentioned several times that he he kept the 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 dwarf characters as just repulsive people. He's like, oh, they're despicable. <laughs> like, you know, they smoke. They you know they they fight with each other. They're uh, you know. Yeah, and the, but the funny thing is, him saying he kept them as repulsive people, but then it was. They, he said that um, each one of them was based on uh, one of the guys from Monty Python. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't even know. Their, their, their characteristics, like the leader was <laughs> uh, the self appointed leader was Cleese, and the real dirty, scummy one was uh, based on Gilliam. Now, was, um, was Palin, was he a writer for Monty Python? Uh, I mean, yeah. I know he did. He well, wrote- I think they all contributed, you know. I don't know if he did for the show. I'm pretty sure. He, I mean, I guess he worked on the movies, but yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was a writer for um, the Flying Circus. So, mm. um, anyway, let's see. I just lost my place. Um, I thought that the pirate dude, when we first got introduced, him, he looked like a little mini Oak Ridge boy. Like, yes, he, did. <laughs> he had like some very rapey eyes that kind of creeped me out. I don't know who, well, don't know who what he kind of was. You're thinking life. about, but. <laughs> <laughs> With all the Asian movies he watches, his uh, his uh, his view yeah, of rape true. is, is a little twisted. Um, <laughs> now the um, they the these guys, you know, like I said, they, they're smoking their whatever, but they're they're thieves, and that's kind of their point. They've stolen this map from the supreme being, who I mean, I guess is God, but it's God. They talk about making everything in seven days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, um, I really got to piss. The, uh, <laughs> uh, I drank way Silver too much gold. coffee. Silver and gold. Wee, wee, wee. Um, <laughs> wee. The, so they, they basically get, um, and it's a kind of a funny scene where everybody just kind of like half asleep around a table, but they, you know, they're getting Napoleon drunk and, um, finally he passes it's out. Like and there that, that, that scene right there reminded me of Will at Horror Hound. <laughs> Come on, come on, let's drink some shots. And then I could just see him throwing those fucking shots over his shoulder while everybody else is downing him. That motherfucker, he sandbags everybody at that goddamn thing. The cat is out of the bag, bitch. Another thing I appreciate about these uh, these characters is 
they've obviously not really they've not thought out this plan very well because they don't really have a good way they're they're, they're wanting to travel through time to steal a bunch of shit through history but they don't really have a good way to like carry it around with them or anything like that they don't have a way to transport it they're just kind of dragging shit behind them um so anyway after napoleon you get you get uh, uh the robin hood scene and that's where john cleese comes in his hat is fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he was such an asshole <laughs> fantastic uh, no um I love that scene uh, with uh, when they first when they first introduce and it's almost like a uh, Return of the Jedi. Well, I was going to say Return of the Jedi flashback. Return of the Jedi hadn't happened yet, where everybody's hanging upside down, where they've been captured. Mm. Um, yep. Hang on one second. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and then, oh. speaking of Return of the Jedi, that Sorry. fucking piece of shit movie. Okay, good. <laughs> oh. I was my dog. My dog was ripping apart one of his toys. I had to uh, <laughs> rescue it. Um. The, um, but, uh, uh, you know, Cleese saying like, oh, thanks for bringing all the treasure. But I really like the scene where they are hanging upside down and the, you got the one guy who is just pretty much making up gibberish and they're, they're kind of like exchanging this thieves code and snarling at each other. But Rappaport, David Rappaport's <laughs> hanging upside down and just like, <laughs> and they go to this camp and like everybody that's under Robin Hood. Now John Cleese plays, he's almost like goody goody. He's very clean and like, he's very proper and he's like, Oh, jolly good. He says jolly good like 18 <laughs> times. Um, but everybody else is just disgusting <laughs> and they're, yeah. they're having spitting contests and stuff. And all oh, that love- spitting guy, it's like, <laughs> and the one guy even goes, <laughs> He's a big hawker. But I love the I love when um they just start divvying up the treasure to all the poor people and he's like, Oh, they, they're gonna be great and he's handing out treasure. And for some reason, I don't know if this was just kinda ad libbed or what, uh, the guy that kinda speaks gibberish, as the person is given, he's like, Oh, here's a here's a a, a lantern for you and he just wow like socks him right in the face. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, it doesn't he doesn't care. <laughs> he lays them out. He just lays them out and he's like, Is that really necessary? And he's like, oh, oh, oh. It's like he says it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. So um, we're introduced kind of halfway through to um, to the uh, David uh, David Warner character of Evil, or they called him something. Uh, he had a much grander evil name. Genius or evil Genius. Like they, they called him something else in the movie, like the most supreme something evil ever or whatever. Oh, right. Genius, yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he's obviously, obviously supposed to be Satan, and he's got these troll-type guys that his henchmen – and I love their costumes. They're very, I mean, again, it reminded, kind of reminded me of Brazil in certain ways, but. Saran wrap and shit. Yeah, they wear like, yeah. they wear like raincoats, but they'll have like a fucking horn sticking out of the top of their head and, and they're just like, and kind of like we talk on the show all the time. Okay. It's on Instant Watch, I'm going. Um, I didn't even remember that. Uh, but the, uh, I love, it's just, it's 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 gleefully dark in this scene where he just like he owns these guys. He's I guess he's created these like trolls himself and they find it an honor if he punishes them in some way. Kind of like you guys. Right. Just, it was yeah. it's almost like he's it's almost like a Dr. Moreau kind of a thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, and um half half animal, half human and they're dumber than shit. No. But I, I love the I love dumber than Sylvan Gold, dumber than shit. Um, there, there's our new fucking promo, Sylvan Gold. We really need a promo, dumber dude. Shit. We got to work on that. Um, 
the uh, but I mean like you know like the the one guy who's standing there and he questions evil and evil like David Warner just looks over to him and whoosh, and the guy explodes and his fucking arm is still hanging there off of this handle on the wall <laughs> um, and then I I used to laugh at this when I was a kid I remembered but the uh, the one of the guys says. Why are you uh, so like if you're so strong? Why are you unable to escape from this fortress? And Warner explodes him, but he fucking explodes twice. So it's like he goes, <laughs> the top half explodes, then the thing. Re- this is another very Gilliam thing, but the explosion like rewinds, and the, then his lo- and then his legs explode. <laughs> and I used to die laughing at that overkill. when I was a kid. What's that? Grotesque overkill. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's that like was... you know the bring me a bucket of throw up. They they have to take it to a, a, a different level. The double explosion is fantastic. So um, uh, after you know we 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 go we're going through different things of time, and you see these things of time, and it kind of makes me wonder at times if maybe the movie is almost even a dream, like Kevin's dream, because it seems like the things he's interested in. Um, with you know, with Robin Hood, he obviously has an interest in that era. He's reading about the Greek warriors at the beginning, and all these things that appear happen in his bedroom. Um, so maybe it's like a, you know, I've, it makes you wonder if it's like a a whole child's fantasy, even. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, a, there's a moment at the end, and it didn't even occur to me until you start talking about like you know uh, the the Lego toys and the stuff sitting around his room. But I remember like near the end like i was just like is that a giant lego it is and the, the, in the background when they're in the when yeah. the final i guess showdown in the in the 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 fortress there's i mean it's all toys it's cowboys and yeah, Indians, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's the giant blocks laying ships um, yeah pretty cool stuff yeah well the, you know it's all it's almost like a uh i was thinking about this the other day uh, other than other than porn and thinking, you know, laying in bed and trying to think up like, uh, okay, let's see, my uh, 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 seventh grade home ec teacher, and then put her in there with uh, this <laughs> chick that I work with, and they're eating each other out and stuff like that. Okay, with with the exception of stuff like that, which I can have my my imagination comes back to life and is vivid. When you're a kid, your imagination is so fucking great and. And, and so large and, and spectacular that, you know, you can, you know, back, okay, I said back in the, and, you know, nowadays they have the video games where everything's spelled out for them and everything's right there. But I, was, I remember I was telling Loafer, I was telling somebody the other day, like, you know, if I was riding my fucking Huffy bicycle and we were playing Planet of the Apes, that was a horse. Or if we were playing Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Mm. And that's sort of the way this is where you look at the toys, you know, if you had a G.I. Joe or those little green plastic army men. In my brain, when I had them all set up, they were doing this shit, and it was like almost like you had a movie. You were creating movies in your brain, and that's why it it kind of leads you to believe sort of that that's what it is. But then there are things that happen at the end where you're like, okay, well, you know, the kid woke up and it was just all blah 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 blah. But then some there's things that happen after that that you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he didn't just imagine that. The, you know? ch- the chunk of evil and all, yeah, yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always I used to think that was a, a microwave at the end, but I guess it's a toaster oven. So, and the thing in it was Dick Cheney's heart. Now the uh, the the scene with Connery. Now that's always uh, for some reason I've. This has always been my least favorite part of the movie. I don't know exactly why. Um, I guess because it's less about the uh, the 
the six little guys, and it's more like a Kevin moment because um, this is where Sean Connery is introduced, and um, he plays Agamemnon, who was a, a king of of Greece at some certain point. I don't know what years dude, that was. Just a dude. Just a dude. Just yeah, a Sean he obviously had a terrible wig on, which is kind of Big funny. Big hairy Irish <laughs> Greek. No, I love I love Bird the intro- Scottish, introduction. Was <laughs> 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 his fucking Irish accent or whatever Scottish accent? Is he Irish or Scottish? I don't even Scottish. Know. Scottish. Okay. Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but he was Greek. It's all the same. Yeah. yeah. The um, there's a there's an Irish guy I work with, and I'm I'm forever. Saying if he ever comes up with some kind of he has says some saying it's like that's what they say in England right or oh Irish Ireland England it's all the same thing right he just looks at me like what the fuck um, <laughs> but uh, that Minotaur used to freak me the fuck out oh, when I was God. a kid uh, yeah. until he was in the WWF and then you were like oh that's not that big Mantar <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it's a great costume because the the head is not animated at all you can tell it's just I mean it, it looked. I don't know if that was a real like buffalo head or what. They made him look real. They it's, like it was like, really good like, looking. Marks. Yeah, it kind of looked Ugh. gross. Like it was stink. And uh, again, like, the... uh, Asia Argento, <laughs> like wet <laughs> fur. That head smelled like wet, like wet fur, fur and vegetable soup. Like a, like Ooh. a dog when your dog's wet. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. My dog smells like a fucking like metallic fish when he's wet. It's gross. Ooh. Um. Metal fish. Wasn't that in the new Terminator movie? Metal fucking, fish? The fucking Terminator fish. That was so <laughs> oh, stupid. God. I, I haven't seen that shit. <laughs> that was the, the Christian Bale one? That was fucking Terminator yeah, fish. Ugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I gotta see that shit. There's a... I, um, I don't remember that. And, and, wait a minute. You fucking can't remember watching the movie 24 times. <laughs> now, are you sure that that was in that Yes, yeah, there was fucking Terminator fish. Or is that one of those dreams that you had and you woke up and couldn't get back to it? It was a storyline in it, too, because they had to catch one of them and to fucking run tests on it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid movie. <laughs> um, now, I, you know, I, re- I really like that scene. I was always like, and for some reason, I, I, when I was a kid, I always, always expected when Connery took the helmet off for his like chin to look like the fucking chin on the front of that uh, helmet of his, <laughs> that beard, weird beard looking thing that sticks underneath his old uh, Greek helmets. But um, the wig. Uh, I Not to be confused with a Roman I, I, war helmet. I wish you would. I mean, and this is stupid, but especially in non. Okay, now for the James Bond role, it's a, it's a character that you know is known, and so they wanted to keep it like that. But I mean, in all these other roles after that, like this one, I mean, there's so many of them. I mean, what the fuck? Did, fuck that wig. Oh, he didn't need it. I mean, I guess no, maybe. No, he didn't. That motherfucker was like one of the best looking guys, you know, and here he is like, oh, let's put a fucking wig on his head, man. And, and then he can fucking be a Molly Maguire, me. Some hostility. Well, they, they, you know, they. You, hey, my hair is like, uh, fitting like his, so I ain't wearing a goddamn wig. Uh, I just wear a baseball hat all the time. You know, they, he mentioned, uh, Gilliam mentions in the commentary how they, how. Baseball um, hat probably wouldn't fit when he was. Egg, 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 egg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says G on the phone for Greece. Um, <laughs> well, wait a minute. In, in a movie made by the guys from Monty Python, it may, it, it, maybe they could have. Oh, yeah. It might have made sense. Mm. Or Kevin could have left one there for him. Kevin. Little fucker. Kevin. Me. Just... The British me. Um, <laughs> they, um, 
I just totally lost my train of thought. Fuck. It's okay. Oh yeah, he he uh, uh, he would not let them film him getting on the horse. He's like, I'm way too old. I look stupid. So you know, he's so Gillian was like, yeah, we just had to have it have show Kevin's face for like you know too long and then show him sitting on the horse because he would not let us film him actually getting on the horse. I'm telling you, I think it was a balls thing. I think it was his. Balls. <laughs> it, I mean, he he was in. Uh, what was that Shalico and so and and I I know that fucker was well, Robin and Marion. He was on a guy. He got on a goddamn horse and he was older in that one than he was in this one. I swear to God, he I bet you five bucks he was afraid that his nuts were gonna. You know, <laughs> it could be. It could be. Is he just had that Greek like it was like the miniskirt thing? So we we hop forward to you know the the Titanic. We 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 hop to a different kind of like weird. Uh, I guess no area kind of the, the yeah. But um, you know, I love the I love the, this is when you really get to see like David Rappaport and and, and Gilliam was right in the thing. I mean, he was a very good actor. Um, yeah, he was know, the best part of the movie. A lot I of mean, the time, he was great. A, a lot of the time, you know, uh, little people have they they get very typecast. They are they are the crotchety little guy. Like on Seinfeld, you had the one guy and. And they they get typecast to certain things, and you have Metal Mikey doing his show. Justin, no show yet, but he's working on it. Um, yeah. But David Rappaport in particular is given a, a great great chance here to show. Like I, I just love the part when he like dusting the the fucking uh, the cigar falling on Kevin's head, and he's like, yes. <laughs> so sleazy. But I love him talking on the deck, and then and it's he's he's just really good. Um, it's a, another thing I really like about it, and you see this kind of more so at this point where it gets more dramatic. But the, the how the film is, it's 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 created on a very low angle. So these little guys, they almost look normal. They they're everybody's all the main characters are pretty much the same height, and then the people that are normal sized are huge. They look gigantic, mm-hmm. um, and it, it adds a different kind of perspective to it. I mean, they're they're almost like toys at times you know they uh and and it ties back to that whole thing with you know things being weird a weird perspective with the giant lego blocks and all that stuff um but some of the so many of the main supporting characters just seem gigantic so um oh i forgot to mention the the monty python moment when the uh, there's these two guys struggling to like lift this giant horn in greece and then there's just one guy just polishing it while these <laughs> these guys are just like it's like struggling to pick it up and he's just like dusting it off while they're doing that <laughs> um but um the uh the, the another part that used to freak me out when i was a kid is uh, e- uh the evil geniuses like He's got the henchmen, like the troll type guys, but he's got these kind of—I don't know what they would be called—but these very tall, like, like bull-headed or cow-like skull-headed. They have the claws for hands, they like mm-hmm. long black capes, and these like they squeal and stuff. Those used to scare me when I was a kid too. Um, it's it's not not a lot of filmmakers could come up with something that looked like that. I don't know if the guys were on stilts underneath or anything, but you know, it's a, it's a nice visual. Oh, Gilliam's imagination is just fucking yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he can come up with, I mean, shit that you you're like, who the fuck would ever think this up? Even with his animation in the Monty Python movies, you're like, what the fuck? And, I th- I think, and stuff. Yeah, what the fuck and stuff? Um, for some reason, the the grunting noises that one this one dog makes, and I won't say why there's a dog there, but. 
for some reason, he makes these noises that make me laugh every time. This like noise again. That reminds me of like sexual experience. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but I, you know, my one of my fa- maybe even my favorite part of the movie is David Warner, and by the end of the movie, he becomes like the focal point. His costume, which is obviously like Geiger inspired, mm-hmm. is incredible. But he's so like cocky and but like almost oblivious. Like I love the fact that this guy that lives in this evil realm who all he can do is just sit there and like spy on people. He just fucking tortures and kills his henchmen who love it. Uh, All he wants to do is learn about like computers. So he's like, teach me about computers. (laughs) He's just, he's, he's so good. He's really good. Yeah. I like him because he's not like, like super, like supremely evil. He's just like, He's not anti-good. He's just non-good. Like he talks about, like I'm feeling a good feeling right now, but it's it's a bad kind of good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> non-good. He's and it's. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's that dry. Maybe it's a dry British humor that Gilliam pulled over into his movies with, with the mm-hmm. way he's presented. So anyway, I'm, I want to let you guys get into this because I could keep on with this. So. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just go into some of my notes real quick. Um, this is a movie I saw like a bunch of times when I was a kid, but the only thing I remember is the ending. Like I don't remember anything before that. I just remember the, uh, the fortress of eternal darkness or whatever it is. And, I mean, that shit freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> like it, it was, it was hard to, and that's the thing. Like, I know this wasn't, you know, made to be for kids or anything like that, but as it stands, you know, this is a movie that kids can enjoy. And, you know, uh, I know this isn't like, almost almost like a Warner Brothers, uh, like a Warner Brothers uh, old cartoon, where mm-hmm. the kids can enjoy it, and the stuff that the parents would like, the kids won't even pick up on. Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, there's the thing about it. There's that nowadays, but it's like it comes from a place of like sarcasm, like like the Shrek movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it's it's very kind of um, just uh, just genuine. It feels like a genuine sort of experience and you know there's obviously you know uh an aversion to having you know dark subject matter in kids movies nowadays and that's you know that was one of the things that always like really got me you know it it freaked me the fuck out when i was a kid but i mean that's what draws you in that's what really engages you and like it's you know it's part and parcel of what kind of transplants you into a movie that really engages that you know childlike sense of awe and it really kind of engages your imagination and that's kind of like when you when you when you're a kid and you walk in on your parents having sex, <laughs> or, when or when you're in college and you. It's horrifying at first. <laughs> what? Anyway. Were <laughs> uh, yeah. you washing your dick, Dad? <laughs> what? What? Uh, what? One thing um, we, we did touch on was the. Uh, I'm we talked about the game show for fast. a second. But um, uh, the, um, the the second time, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Go ahead, Jake. But the don't second time go. they showed the uh, <laughs> the game show, um, Sorry, the Mom. the consequence for getting the question wrong, which is like name an actor that starts with C, and the guy says like Cape Town or something. <laughs> um, he, gets, he gets drowned in a vat of custard, <laughs> which I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, let's see here. Uh, we, we, we get intro. We, we get more of a, uh, scene with the Supreme being at the end and much like how the Satan character isn't really, you know, like 
like a, what we would consider like a supremely evil individual. God is just kind of like this detached <laughs> manager, like a like a general manager. He um, because he's like, not like the actor that plays him. Um, I think Gilliam mentioned in the commentary he actually had kind of almost like a a wrestling match trying to get that guy to like do <laughs> like he he had a lot of input on what his character should be. And like he wanted to wear a certain color suit and all this stuff, and they almost had to, like he invited him over um, for drinks, and basically was trying to get Gilliam drunk to get his way on the movie, and ba- Gilliam was having basically to out drink him to get like it's kind of an interesting <laughs> moment, but um, so that that character is kind of a mix. Is Ralph Richardson is the actor's name? It's a mix of the two. So Gilliam had his input, but Ralph Richardson had, you know, what he wanted to be in this character too. He's like, well, I'm playing God. I need to be this and this and this. So, yeah, I, I liked it because he's just kind of like like a like a general manager at some store you work at when you're a <laughs> right. teenager. Like he, he's he's not really like vengeful or compassionate. He's just he just wants some stuff up. done. Yeah, and it, I mean, it kind of like touches on like something that kind of uh, freaks out both um, believers and atheists, and it's that you know. God very well probably just doesn't give a shit. He's, and it's, it's cool because he, yeah. the way he's presented throughout the movie is that that detached floating face, and then it's yeah. you know again another kind of Monty Python moment when he finally appears, he's just kind of like dusting himself off. He's just like an old kind of chubby dude, and <laughs> that, 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 that reminded me like uh, like a uh, Wizard of Oz, like Oz behind the curtain. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he, he's like, don't do this, and then he comes out and he's just a little fucking <laughs> like an old man. fat dude, yeah. Yeah, he's God. Uh, Just some yeah. douchebag up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing <laughs> that I have left is I, I, I I'm not going to spoil it, but I I love the ending. The ending is incredible and very very funny. Oh, Obviously, a funny but- a funny bit. The you see some smoke at the end that's obviously going in reverse. Um, it's, oh yeah, that scene. The reason it is like that is because the the crane they used to film it uh, would stutter going up. So they had to film it. Like it would, it would, it would go down smoothly, but go up. It would bounce. So the camera was uh, skipping. So they had to like go <laughs> film it with the with the uh, crane going downwards, and then just reverse it to get that pan out shot. So, oh, nice. Do what I you got to do. I love commentaries. <laughs> yeah. Now you said that was a like kind of a piecemeal commentary. Yeah, like they weren't in a room together. None, none of them are in the room together. So, um, uh, Cleese. Uh, he's in it briefly, but just talking about, cause he was only on set for one day and he just talked, I mean, I don't know if him and Gilliam have a bad history or what, but he never, re- he really, it just seemed kind of scientific. He's like, yeah, he was very like, um, organized and blah, blah, blah. Like that's really all his thing was, is like how easy it was yeah. to get in and out. Um, Palin talks a little bit and then you have the guy that the kid that played Kevin talk a few times. It's mostly Gilliam, but none of them are ever together. Wasn't oh, Gilliam okay, the okay. only American in Monty Python? I think so. He was the only. Like, I mean, I, at least driving force. He, well, he well, yeah, he wasn't. He was the, all the rest of them were uh, British or whatever. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. those other fuckers are Scottish, there, Irish, know. German. Yeah, whatever. Irish, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but Russian. I think he was he was an American, so they probably resented him for being from the greatest country of all time. <laughs> USA, <laughs> USA. All right, Tom, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Have okay. you, you got through this a second time, correct? Yes, and I will say this. So this is this is I liked, this is Zom's first time seeing this movie. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I was aware of it, and I'm sure it was on HBO and shit like that about a million times, you know, because I, 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 and I'm, I'm, I think that I had seen maybe just little parts of it, mm-hmm. um, or maybe I'm just remembering seeing, you know, trailers or commercials or whatever. Um, second viewing was way better than the first one. Uh, the first one, I was a bit distracted, but more. Um, I was just not in the mood to watch anything, and yeah, yeah. and um, uh, I kind of I was telling Loaf uh, the other day that uh, I was like, man, I don't know this movie. I, I just can't get into it at all. I like uh, you know some ter- Terry Gilliam movies. I like some Monty Python, and I thought that this would be better. Um, I thought it would be. I, I I don't know. But then when I watched it the second time. Um, I just was more focused, and it and and, I, and it was more on. Uh, um, I was like more of a captive audience, so it was it was easier for me to you know really kind of pay attention and pick up on a lot of the, the that subtle or, or it's not so subtle uh, Monty <laughs> Python humor because without that shit, um, yeah, you had the violence, but the the music and the sound effects and stuff that they used especially without question the sound effects made it and it was probably done this way for a reason because it's a kid and 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 there is a certain amount of this movie could very easily have been a kid movie yeah uh, um, mm-hmm. and when they like somebody would get punched or something like that or something would happen even like a, if a whole bunch of shit fell on somebody the sound effects for it were very cartoonish. <laughs> it's almost like, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To fall on them. So that so that kind of that kind of uh, when I first watched it, I was like, I don't man, this is like the fucking Goonies or something, and I just can't get into it. Uh, and I love Sean Connery, and I and you know, like I said, the guy, the Monty Python that's guys. Like a, that's a cool comparison, actually. The with the Goonies with this, it's almost. I mean, it's the yeah. same kind of feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but they but the thing is they they like I said the old Warner Brother cartoons uh, they said when they made those they made those for the, the adults yeah. because it would be shown in you know as a, a, a before the feature and they wanted the the parents if the parents could laugh at it the little kids are just going to see a rabbit up there and 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 just be laughing at some of the stuff but they're not going to get you know that Elmer you know whatever. Uh, the 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 inside jokes that the parents are going to be laughing their ass off. Kids aren't going to aren't going to notice it, and and the, it's not going to be like, oh my god, this is supposed to be for kids, and it's this. That's kind of the way this was. Kids, and from what I've read, kids really. I mean, this is like a a favorite kind of a movie. Now I'm sure there are things in it, like you guys said when you saw it when you were younger, that for a kid would be really scary. That almost maybe give them nightmares, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But there's enough uh, silliness and shit like that um, to, to that it would outweigh that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the parts that I really just did not get into, and even on the second viewing that I did not like that much, was the Napoleon part. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I just I just didn't. Uh, there were there were some funny stuff, but just the, the on and on and on the height jokes. It, I was just kind of like, eh. Okay, um, the Sean Connery like the, the the fight scene with him and the Minotaur um, that you know you didn't even see it was it probably wasn't Connery it was probably a stuntman nah, I don't think it but was the, the, yeah. it, it, well, 
You think it was Connery? I don't. I don't know. I don't think it was. I don't, I don't know. Nah. You think he was out there fucking throwing, getting thrown around in the dirt and all I that mean, shit? I mean, he was obviously Come there on, wherever man. they filmed it. But it, it was. You know, I uh, bet you five bucks it was Neil Connery. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was Aaron Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Yeah, brother. Yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I would think if he was saying. You know, that he was too old to even climb up on the fucking horse, that more than likely doing any kind of his own stunts like that, which he wasn't. I mean, it was just brawling. Yeah. I mean, Dick the Bruiser could do it. Sweaty (laughs) helmet. Yeah. Well, anyway. The um, Supreme Being's face was played by Edwin Finn. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I agree agree with Loaf on the the, uh, Agamemnon. uh, Agamemnon. Uh, Agamemnog, uh, Agamemnon, yeah. with with Eggnog. the uh, the uh, don't drink Agamemnon. that because you get salmonella. Uh, um, the the part <laughs> after he befriends the kid, um, it, it did kind of like it was kind of like. Now, when the when the little guys came out and put on the show, and Connery was up there, ha ha, this is wonderful, you know? and uh, that that was kind of that was okay, but um, then. But but the, the one thing about that was is because uh, what was the kid's name? wasn't Danny, Kevin. Was it? Kevin? Kevin. Okay. Yeah. You know he he was reading all about that, and that was kind of a hero to him. So the, <laughs> I think that the the main part of that was just to set up the little wink wink uh, thing that comes later, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yeah. I loved that. That was I was like, oh my god, that was so good because I, I don't want to say anymore. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Two parts that I really liked um, were the ogre and his wife on the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was like, oh, my back, you know, and everything. And that reminded me of Matt Mills uh, with his back and horror. You know? He's like, <laughs> he like, oh, it's all my back, my back. And you and got, that all, was the, like you the got all the muscle like, oh. wolves to stretch him out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, li- I like that dynamic that here's this – the ogre is this big, huge, uh, monstrous th- guy with, uh, with with horns and everything else. But it's just like an old man and woman. It's like my mom and dad, and he's like, oh, my back, you know, and I got this bursitis in my shoulder and all this and that. I like that. And then what led up to – or what happened after that, that giant, uh, he looked like, uh, he looked like uh, Tara – from the Wanderers or King Kong Bundy, a kind of a cross between those two. And he wore the fucking whole ship as a hat. <laughs> that was, that was so awesome. Yes. And, and just him walking and shit that, that just, that just the visual of that was so cool. Um, that, that, uh, that scene, uh, Gilliam talks about in the thing is he, he about you know giving a kid like the idea to use drugs on somebody he's like another moment of where this is not exactly a kid's movie it's kevin immediately yeah. like drugs <laughs> well and I, and I i i you know i'm not i'm not a uh, i'm not like uh i never have partaken in anything but i could see where people that do would love this fucking movie and <laughs> probably laugh and love it even more when they were uh, doing things i need to um, do that i need yeah <laughs> Good idea. That, maybe that's why uh, twenty four times wasn't quite remembered <laughs> the way. But, but um, there were several occasions um, where you're in the uh, what's his name, the evil fucking David Warner guy. We'll just say evil. When genius. you're in his lair, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're in his lair, the the the, um, 
the costumes and and that shit it really to me i mean it looked like some low budget saturday morning uh um tv show where like just kind of shitty plastic uh like costumes and stuff Lost. that they put together well yeah well, almost like a doctor who or something like that like a like a really shitty like uh sci-fi kind of a thing like when they had the Daleks uh, on the old uh PBS when it was on PBS over here mm-hmm. and and it just you could tell i mean the the um the special effects and everything were not like uh, definitely not like they are today but um the, uh, but anyway but but, they, but then they would throw in like when the cowboys uh i think it was when the cowboys lassoed uh the <laughs> david warner and this this uh, this was like a gilliam kind of uh, almost like his um his um uh, uh animation kind of a thing um where he does this crazy ass shit and the guy's spinning around and then the helmet or the hat or helmet <laughs> that's metal on top of his head it becomes like mechanical yeah yeah and it comes up and it's like you know, and shit and happens. Yeah, that was kind of, that was pretty awesome. Um, I um, the the feel of it, whether it keeps you guessing, whether okay, this uh, you know, my whole thing for the whole time was thinking, okay, it's this, and then like I said before. When they put in certain things that happen, they, they they when you when you get to the end, you're like, okay, yeah, that's what. And then they throw in just a few things that you're like, wait, or was it? You know, one of those things, <laughs> or, or is it? Um, the casting was, you know, really good. The the whole I I guess with uh, um, Palin um, and Shelley Duvall, like you said, it's almost like a, a reincarnation thing, but you know uh, that was just a tiny little thing that they just threw in there yeah. to to the, in each thing to say oh they you know the hey they're there again they're there again they're there again but uh it didn't really i mean it's just a little it's almost just like a little uh, garnish on the side yeah, yeah, yeah. but it really doesn't do that much um first viewing as if i was going to rate it first viewing we can go and get good uh, scores here you can score first yeah but but I mean just I wanted to give a comparison. The first time I watched it, and this just shows you, and I mean everybody that listens to our show and watches a lot of movies knows this, especially when you watch a lot of movies. Um, sometimes incidental things, or you know, like you said, your 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 mind is somewhere else, or or you just don't feel like watching a movie. Yeah. Like you know, I wanted mm-hmm. to watch this. I wanted to watch this one. Um, close to when we did the show because then that would be fresh in my mind but then i was like oh shit we're gonna do the fucking show well we're what time we're gonna we're gonna do it uh saturday night at eight o'clock and i waited and waited and waited because i just i just didn't feel like watching a fucking movie then i was like oh shit i gotta watch this fucking thing and get it in we're gonna fucking record so there was that pressure too but it really can affect how you see things and and especially especially a movie that is in some parts, a, a comedy. Yeah. Uh, because when oh, yeah. you don't feel like laughing, those little things just are kind of like, okay, yeah, I get it. But then, you know, when you're in a good mood and you watch it, I mean, I was like yesterday when I, or last night when I was watching it, I was really, I was 
picking up on that shit, and it really was getting making me laugh and making me feel good. First time I watched it, I would have probably given it a got like a four point five. Uh-huh. <laughs> this time it's way higher. It would be five point seven five. Yeah, exactly. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> Six point seven five. I, I, for some reason, I don't know why. Um, I can't go s- all the way seven. Just, I, I think it was just because it did. Um, I think that the, the, my first thing I told Loaf was I said, you know, like with the exception of some movies, like maybe like Stand by Me or something like that, movies that are really kid based. Yeah. Uh, if they're not really adult, like Leon the Professional or something like that. I kind of am like, eh, but um, unless I think the ones that's you've still, experienced as a kid. Yeah I, yeah, I think if I would have watched this when I was a kid, I probably would have had a fucking big. But you know what would have made it even a little bit better is if they would have at least had one girl in here with big tits that were pushed <laughs> together, <laughs> and there wasn't anything like that, you know. So anyway, I give it a six point seven five, uh, and uh, I won't average it out with my first because the first viewing was just kind of like you know that was just a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think the only issue I had with the movie really, like, um, and it's something that works for the movie is the pacing. Pacing's really good; it moves along really fast for mm-hmm. me, like a two-hour movie. Um, but the, the kind of the, the downside to that is that, you know, sometimes it leaves the really good parts before you're ready to like want to leave it. Yeah, yeah. And you get into a scene like the Agamemnon scene where it kind of sputters and whatnot. But other than that, I mean, shit, uh, I, like I said, I hadn't seen this when I was a kid. I was pretty excited to watch it and I really, was this your first really, time really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, no, I mean, I, uh, I, I mean, this is the first time seeing it with adult eyes basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. and um, you know when, oh, when when you just said that, I ne- I did not even realize it was it was like a uh, 116 minutes. I didn't realize that. I thought it was an hour and a half. Yeah. So I yeah, guess that yeah, means I it mean, can it, move on. Uh, yeah. Um. So like the the thing that I love about it, I mean, it's it's a movie that you're really not going to find much similar to it, other than you know other movies in Gilliam's catalog. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely like a, a singular kind of experience and it's a lot of fun. And, uh, like if you, if you're kind of tapping into your kind of, um, youthful imagination and just kind of glee at seeing, you know, cowboys and, you know, archers and tanks and spaceships, like right. fighting an evil wizard, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's a ton of fun. It's got a really dark sense of humor that you can appreciate as an adult and, um, yeah, I, I enjoy this movie a lot. I'm giving it a an eight out of ten. Cool. Um, yeah, this one this one has the nostalgia fueling it for me, um, the unexpected nostalgia. But um, and I and I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, it's despite being almost two hours long, it feels a little quicker than that. And um, I, I I really like the bandits. Um, Kevin is fine. I I, alt- I too like Gilliam. Often have trouble with child actors, but he is used properly, even if he's not the greatest actor. Um, and David Warner is a standout. He's really fucking good. And I, I, I wish, honestly, that there could have been more with him. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see this kind of movie made more like with his character as more of a focus than it was because I, I really like mm-hmm. the parts with him. But um, I'm, I'm and I'm right there with Jake. I give it an eight point two five out of ten. Um, I. 
now own this movie and will not forget that I'd seen it. So it'd take a lot more, uh, <laughs> not more beers and other stuff to make me forget that I'd seen this again. So uh, eight point two five for me. I'm gonna write that down because in the future, if, <laughs> if something happens, I'm gonna be like Jesus effing Christ. So I didn't mean to re- disrespect our guest, but I just had to piss so bad that I, I actually had to. Um, you know, I well, thought like, my dick was going to bust. I, 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 pissed, I pissed when you were talking about army men and stuff before. <laughs> I still got yeah. a piss. <laughs> Yay. Cool. Let's take a break and come back and do uh, quite a different movie, uh, Demolition Man. <laughs> Not for kids at all. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Coffin John of V Cinema, the site that covers Asian film from cult to the classics. Join Josh of VariedCelluloid.net, Rufus of CineAwesome.com, and me on the V Cinema Show, a podcast that features Asian film discussions, special guests, interviews, and live event coverage. Our podcast is published bi-weekly on Mondays. So check us out on vcinemashow.com or search us out on iTunes. Also join the discussion and fun by following us on Twitter at vcinemashow and joining us on our Facebook page, which is located at facebook.com slash vcinema. And of course, check out our blog at vcinemashow.com for reviews, features, and interviews. Demolition Man, 1993. Directed by Marco Brambilla. No idea who the hell he is. Oh, he did Excess Baggage and Dinotopia. Um, <laughs> uh, starring Sly Stallone. Starring Wesley Snipes. Starring Sandra Bullock. And appearances by some other uh, losers like Benjamin Bratt and <laughs> Bob Gunton again playing a total douchebag as usual. Bob Gunton or <laughs> Mr. Teague, who's the biggest shithead in uh, char- <laughs> shithead characters? I don't know. Um, so yeah, this is a, a. Let's see. Here's the synopsis. Let me turn down Duran Duran here. A cop is. Br- <laughs> A cop is brought out of suspended <laughs> animation in prison to pursue an old ultraviolet enemy who is loose in a nonviolent future society. 
And the fact that the United States can be nonviolent in 30 years is, well, you know. Anyway, this is a it's a liberal utopia. Mm-hmm. Obama mm-hmm. has ruined everything. Uh, Zom, we'll let you uh, take the lead here. And uh, I'm sure you have some kind words for Mr. Stern. <laughs> okay, well, one thing I want to say right off the top is I don't know. Okay, I know the dude is taking growth hormone and, of course, steroids, but definitely growth hormone, too, because he got caught with it at the airport in Australia. Um, but I saw, and I haven't seen Expendables 2 yet, uh-huh. but I saw um, a trailer for it last night. I don't know if he's taken so okay, and he had the paralysis from the time he was like a baby, where the I think the clamp when they pulled it pulled him out of his mom's puss, uh, they fucking clamped down and and got some nerve damage in his mouth, so that's why he has that that and that, but, that dude that was in Heroes that fucking has the same thing and that played his son in the last yeah. Rocky movie, he has the same. Oh, shit. he's starting. Yeah, he's starting to get really mush mouth like now. And I don't know, almost like a fucking punch punch drunk when he's in the like his almost like his jaw muscles are too muscular and he can't like his mouth's fucked up. But anyway, fuck that motherfucker, Um, (laughs) Stallone. uh, This movie. Now we discussed it. What's funny is we we even though we. We uh, talked about other things the other night. We 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 usually say, okay, let's not talk about this. Where we'll talk about it on the air, but we did talk about it. Um, the okay, Dread 3D is coming out, and I have a boner, and I want to see it. Um, and then the boner is unrelated to Dread. Stallone. He just has a boner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I just have a boner. No, not after this morning. I hit it twice. Um, it was like a German mature porn with a German Germans. <laughs> Uh, and you know, for some reason, I don't know if it's because they they, uh, they their, their boundaries are different or whatever. And there was no pooping or anything, but um, I don't know what it, I, I I like uh, sometimes when I can't understand what they're saying. Like I'll, foreign porn is good. I'll tell you what's different about German porn is that on cable in Germany they show porn. So to sell. <laughs> pornographic movies the movie the they actually have to make things beyond what they could show on normal television well so, and usually there's there's some sort of even though you can't understand what the fuck they're saying there's some sort of storyline there's some it, it's like a i don't know whatever anyway so stallone <laughs> <laughs> speaking of german porn um, so demolition man speaking of german Speaking of German porn, when the Vietnam War was going on, uh, the, the fucking uh, uh, Rambo who fucking, oh, I'm going to kill everything and I'm an American hero and I'm Rocky and blah, 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 blah. He dodged, dodged the draft and taught or, uh, volleyball in like Switzerland or Sweden, whatever, <laughs> same thing. Anyway, um, the uh, this movie, they could have changed the title of this and just called it like Judge Dredd number one or, or number two or whatever because he when, when he was in judge dread he didn't play judge dread sure he, he says i am the law. okay but judge dread never took his fucking helmet off and this cocksucker takes his fucking helmet uh. off because he wants to be stallone so he was stallone he he was the demolition man in judge dread it there's very little difference very Complete little with difference. fucking schneider and that's my that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my note in here. I said, I guess they saw the remarkable chemistry on display between Sly and Schneider to pull him in for dread. Oh my god! 
No shit. So right off the bat, okay, um, I like Wesley Snipes. I make no bones about it. Uh, I like his straight-to-DVD action, kind of almost like I like Dolph. Yeah. I think he I think he's Ooh. made some some good straight-to-DVD action, and that, that are action movies. I'm not talking about they're not goddamn, uh, you know, the fucking greatest thing in the world, but for just a straight-up action movie, Wesley Snipes can make some some straight-to-DVD movies that are entertaining. Yes. Uh, now, this was Wesley Snipes when he was <laughs> fucking pretty large, pretty huge. I yeah. mean, not physically, I mean, of course, but I'm, I'm talking about uh, he did the Willie Mays Hayes thing. He was he was clicking on all cylinders, and he, and he was a mainstream. People sought him out, uh, like the Robert De Niro baseball movie and all that shit, which I haven't seen, whatever. Anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, uh, he was pretty big, and and his his character in this is definitely. Uh, I don't know if I. I'll ask you guys what you think. Was he would would the term over the top fit? <laughs> May, uh, no, it's borderline now. Now, now, my note is actually Snipes is already chewing up scenery. He's wearing a near clown outfit, outfit, snorting <laughs> coke and cackling. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and and then he would sort of he he okay. First of all, there was a duel right off the bat between Snipes and Stallone for yeah. who had the coolest name. Uh, Stallone, John John Spartan. John Spartan you know, is a very that's a that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger character name. Yeah, <laughs> Arnold yeah. always oh, yeah. had these very non-Austrian uh, American all American names in his movies. Just and or. It, it is also a very, um, like, gladiator-type, uh, cruising, black leather, gay porn name. Because <laughs> I thought about using that name myself when I meet girls, like, online. Anyway, Simon Phoenix is Wesley Snipes, and that's a fucking hell of a name. That's a know? video game name. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And this and this movie is not okay. Definitely not to be taken seriously. This is a a uh, a comic book kind of movie. Yeah. Um, now you have. I couldn't decide. I don't know if I'd say I couldn't decide because I, I thought this was like almost like a fascist fantasy uh, uh, where you know the the pussy the pussy goody two shoes tree hugging uh, liberals finally got their way and created this this douchebag uh, pussy ass uh, that's totally uh, effeminate society this is this is the the pinnacle of the uh, the right wing uh, message in action movies of the 80s uh, you know this leaked into the 90s obviously but you know it, this it's, is it's slid from Reagan over cuz Stallone was you know how his his, his movies are all uh, uber patriotism, mm-hmm. uh, and not all. I mean, I'm just you know the ones that were big. Uh, uber patriotism, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the, uh, love it or leave it, America. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then so when these pussy hippie uh, douchebags finally get their way and have their ultimate socialist society, well, who has to come back to kick some ass? This rugged <laughs> individualist who goes he goes against the grain. You, you know, the, they're not going to tell the government's not going to tell him what to do. He kicks ass, takes some names, which is you know <laughs> anyway. But um, they but but then again, it it does show you know 
I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't know. I think it leans more towards because I'm, of course, Stallone's the one that's in charge on the movie. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he might there might have been a, yeah. a director or something like that, but it's Stallone. It's his movie. I guarantee you. Any if the, if the guy that was directing said, "I'm going to do this," okay, yo, yo. And uh, somebody else would do something. You know, he'd, he'd end up directing it because at this time he started thinking he was an artist and he became <laughs> yuppie. Uh, he, he really became a douchebag. Like, if you'd see interviews of him at this time, he'd be with like Barbara Walters and he'd be walking around. He'd have like that fucking long hair trying to look like Tarzan, but he'd have like on a silk shirt and he'd go and show her his paintings and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is this garbage? Meanwhile, Wesley Snipes is probably like in a club, you know, hitting not, on the bitches and getting punched out by Mike Tyson in the bathroom. Not paying his taxes, table. fucking just snorting rails off, off women's assholes. <laughs> they, he, Wesley Snipes, he was so over the top in this, and, and he would kind of go into a weird, uh, you know, he, he looked cool because he kind of had the Mad Max shoulder pads and shit like do you, that. Do you, think and that it, do you think that Rodman got his style from Snipes in this movie? It, it very, 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 clearly, yeah. it very um, uh, but Because therefore, I mean, the longest time Rodman looked just like a regular guy and then all of a sudden he, he went wacko. Um, <laughs> But Snipes' character also he 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 kind of goes into a few times like a really kind of a like a a crazy effeminate thing, where he would be like, "Oh dear," yeah. and all this shit, yeah. <laughs> and all this shit like that. Um, but they, uh, of course, Stallone is the demolition man. As of course we find out later on by by Sting, and not Sting the WCW wrestler, but they uh, stingy. <laughs> The police, uh, you know, sings that stupid song at the end, which I uh, was ridiculously bad. Um, I, I did laugh at that he, one, the one scene kind of setting him up when it said when they're showing like the fake news broadcast and the lady's like yeah. he's carrying the little kid out. She's like, "How do you feel about destroying a six million dollar shopping mall to save one girl?" And the little girl's like, "Fuck you, lady." Yeah, <laughs> he had this Peter O'Brien hair during that scene. <laughs> he, he, he he would be and in, in in these movies. Um, at least in a realistic movie, people can say like the first Dirty Harry movie, Dirty Harry. Um, some people said, uh, you know, it's a fascist uh, fantasy where you know Clint Eastwood's going around and he's torturing you know the Scorpio guy in the middle of the of, of the football field. He's he's kicking down doors, he's shooting these guys and this and that. But portrayed in a realistic light. Uh, he was he was like I, I'm I'm doing what I gotta do Barack Obama get out of that fucking chair kick your ass. <laughs> but um, but it was shown in such a way that it wasn't like uh, I, it was glorified and glamorized but it was real it was made to look real and this everything's cartoonish and you know of course Stallone everything's it, 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 he can do no wrong he's not gonna shoot innocent bystanders and if if somebody's killed. Accidentally, when he blows up a whole fucking building or whatever, it's it's uh, it's a it could possibly be a mistake, maybe maybe not. I don't want to get anything away. Uh, <laughs> but now this movie, it, it it has a really goofy feel to it. If it would like when when you're like Judge Dredd and and then Dread 3D and keep going back to that because as a comparison, um, the Judge Dredd movie with Stallone. 
uh, was a lot like this. Like you said, Rob Snyder, yeah. it had this comedy kind of a thing to it, and I think it was it was geared more toward a. Uh, 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 you know, probably like a PG audience, even though it was very, vi- even though it's violent, the violence is more uh, comic book and not like, you know, you're not seeing somebody laying there with their fucking arm blown off screaming for their mother or something like that. Where yeah. the new Dread 3D is rated R and gonna, uh, to me, has seems like it's gonna be more of like a Robocop feel where it's more for adults and, you know, the kids will, kids that can get in to see it will fucking love it and tell all their friends, but it's still gonna be rated R. Uh, this movie is very uh, – has a lot of uh, goofy shit in it. Uh, some of it's funny, kind of, <laughs> like uh, the society that they're in. They, uh, every time you swear, uh, there's there'll be you know the, a thing. No matter where you're at, we'll we'll give you a ticket. And of course, Stallone's like, you know, Jesus fucking Christ, goddamn motherfucker, you know, fucking I did like um, that scene because then he's like, "Now I have some toilet paper." <laughs> yeah, well, the thing that killed me about that scene was like, yeah, "Like, are we supposed to assume that he went to the bathroom, took a big shit, didn't find any toilet paper, is walking around with shit smeared on his butt?" Oh, totally. Until he can like get those verbal demerits. This is a um, how long? Did, how long passed here? Uh, uh, did did you remember how long? It was like forty years or or so, yeah. but. I mean, I guess yeah. we're to assume he just yeah. took a forty-year-old shit and <laughs> left without even trying to wipe anything at all. <laughs> Here it is. That's verbal morality. I said, show, "So much for the seashells." See you in a few minutes. He's walking around with forty-year-old shit ass. That was. <laughs> you get, well, but his his ass was so tight, you know, from being so muscular. He's such a douche. Did, um, did we see like, his balls like, when he's getting frozen? Yes, yes. When he's getting frozen, you didn't mm-hmm. see his balls. Now that. Now that right there um, was worth watching the movie because anytime <laughs> that you can see like a major star, like if, if they had John Wayne and in some movie they found like a, a Rooster Cogburn rolled over and his ball sack was hanging out, even if you're not like a homosexual or anything, uh, you, you know that's something John to Wayne's see. Balls. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> you know and what you're it like, was? Holy shit. He was trying to show up fucking Dolph from Punisher from a few years before when Dolph had his fucking the silhouette of his balls hanging in front of that candle when he's <laughs> meditating in the fucking sewer. He's like, well, fuck. If fucking uh, the, the, the Russian boxer can show his nuts, watch this. I'll yeah. show my ass and my balls at the same time. So bad, so bad balls. Um, <laughs> but you, you see, okay, Stallone, his acting ability, I have always thought was pretty limited. <laughs> right. Um, now there are some things that there there are some comedy bits that he like I and I hate to say I hate to say this because um I can't remember exactly whose show it is that the promos on but uh where he says um or whose podcast they they use this in a promo where he says you know uh Hurting people's not good, and then he pauses and he says, "Well, sometimes it is." You know, th- th- there was enough there that is that was kind of worth a chuckle. But a lot of times, his his his, I think that Stallone thinks he's funnier than he is, <laughs> and when he tries to go straight up comedy, like you know, stop it, my brother, shoot, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, fucking uh, what, uh, 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 drinking Stein. Uh, and that shit. Uh, it's <laughs> funny because. 
okay. Anyway, <laughs> you have you have a um, Stallone who's the cop who gets things done and goes. You know, he breaks the rules, but he gets things done. Even though you know the the the, the captain or whoever's like, you know, what the fuck are you doing, Spartan? I got things done. And uh, and then you have Wesley Snipes who's so fucking you know amped up, you know, <laughs> five thousand times bigger than you know what he is, but. They get they they break the the rules, and of course you know uh, Snipes is a straight up uh, criminal and psychopath. So they get put in these prisons, which is basically uh, a chiro, chirogenic freeze. Um, they Snipes gets out by certain means, we'll be find out about later. And then they have to none of the cops because they're pussy liberals and they've been taught to be you know peaceniks and everything, and there's no crime. Which hell, that's not a bad thing, is it? Right. Well, I think um, if, I think if every citizen owned a pistol, none of this would have happened. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I just farted. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, but so they have to bring out the old you know anachronism, this old fucking uh, kick ass. Uh, you know, Republican or whatever to fucking to to go after the black guy uh, because he's got to be the bad guy. <laughs> Were there any other black dudes about, by, around, by the way? Huh? Were there any other blacks well, around? It was a true utopia. Yeah, <laughs> a true utopia. Not in utopia. There's not. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember seeing any other black guys around. Well, he, well his older no. partner was black, or like oh, right. whatever. A cop, yeah, but yeah, well, yeah but it, I mean, it, fuck, look what they—he he was, he was like harmless. seventy. He didn't even leave the station. He just like hung around. Like they made him sweep the floor or some shit. Well, he oh, knew his class anyway, um, and they wasn't allowed to vote either. Um, so, uh, Snipes uh, decides he's going to. Get out and he goes. I'm gonna love this place. And I like when he beat the guy up at the or beat the guys up. First of all, he goes to the the ATM thing or it wasn't an ATM. It was um, what the hell was that? It was it was like a the guy. Was, well, there was a guy standing there that was kind of getting the positive affirmation, but it's kind of it, yeah, it seemed to be like a, a because like I guess in '93, I guess uh, it still was beyond the scope of writers to imagine that everybody might have a computer to carry around with them. So this is really just a station right. for you to go in and like check your messages and uh, <laughs> do that sort of right. thing. But but I mean that what would have been perfect there is now this would be like Rush Limbaugh's wet dream because the guy at the positive affirmation thing would be uh, would be Al Franken and his Stuart <laughs> Smalley thing and and then Stallone. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh would see himself as Stallone, and then Wesley Snipes would be you know like a black guy, any black guy doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> they all look the but, same. So yeah. I like when Snipes when Snipes fucks with that guy, and then when the cops show up who who don't they can't really do anything because they don't have any kind of practice or anything because they never have to deal with crime. And he just whips the shit out all up and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to love running this place or something like that. So we're police um, officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get John sport. Hey, be out, motherfucker. Um, I got a dirty I, ass, but yeah. <laughs> I can't wipe my, that, you know, that's a statement right there. He can't even wipe his own ass. <laughs> Did anybody else think that his fucking? Did you notice that when they showed like the frozen sly dummy in the ice that he had these fucking weird buck teeth? Did you notice that? It was it was weird. Like why did they why did they put those teeth on there? 
This is probably supposed to be a fucking be like a, a, a artist or a dumb rendition of his fucking mush mouth. Um, Stallone. Uh, now they that, now Lori Petty, who was Tank Girl, was supposed to be the female chick cop. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, instead of her, they got Sandra Bullock. Now I'm mixed on Sandra Bullock. First of all, she has no tits. Which I don't, you know, that's fine. I, you know, if a girl's good looking and she, they, they can't, you can't help with what you are. Right. And some girls really with no simple. tits make up for it because they really give good head. But, <laughs> just seeing if you guys are still awake. Uh, <laughs> and especially if you got a nice ass. Now, oh I'm not going to make any Emily jokes right now. Um, <laughs> I want some Taco Bell right now. I'm fucking hungry. Huh? Mm. I want some Taco Bell. Yeah. Speaking of pussy, I want some Taco Bell. <laughs> and I love the picture of Big Lots. And actually, we were looking at a, t- at a burrito that had a big bite, a chunk taken out of it. It's a Crunchwrap Supreme. Crunchwrap Supreme? Yeah. God damn. Well, my Taco Whoa. Bell is in the same parking lot as Big Lots. Like I could, I could sit right outside Taco Bell and look at the front of Big Lots. So, but usually, what I'll do if I get to Taco Bell late, I'll get, I'll go through the drive-through, I'll get my shit, and then I'll just pull into the Big Lots parking lot and eat in my car. Well, what I was is is the protocol: go into Big Lots and buy DVDs, and then come out and go to Taco <laughs> Bell after you're you're rejoicing at the shit that you got, or eat Taco Bell first. So that your stomach will be full and you won't go in and buy too many DVDs. I, I always, if I'm going to have do both at the same time, tacos come first, and then I go and I start thumbing through DVDs. Then I go to the back, I carry the DVDs that I've picked out, I put them on the shelf next to the bathroom <laughs> door, <laughs> and I shit in, breast, in big lots, <laughs> go finish my browsing, and then leave. <laughs> when we were in Indianapolis, uh, we were up there. And when we when, okay, they sent us first to a big lots that did not exist anymore, <laughs> right. except the building had a big dirt thing on it. That <laughs> the said dirt big outline lots really of the big sign. lot sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, um, <laughs> farted again. We we ended up getting to the one big lots, and they only had like uh, one and a half things of DVDs. And we're sitting there flipping through them, and all of a sudden, I mean, I, I, I had to piss. And I was looking all over the store, and I found it. Well, then later on, Justin, he must have got caught short, and he went back, and he – but his – his delicate sensibilities would not allow him to shit in the big lots bathroom, even though he had to. So he just pissed. I can't. Anyway, no, let's see, get back. To this my ass takes, will not take no for an answer. If I have a dry <laughs> fucking seat, I will shit. I don't care. If, if that toilet seat had shit smeared on it, I would still shit. I mean, because I'm not going to shit my pants. Like, well, yeah, I'll sit on the edge or wherever I can find a dry area. You got a squat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you got Sandra Bullock, and and um, she. Everybody is goody two shoes. Benjamin Bratt is goody two shoes, and we fucked his ex girlfriend, Julia Roberts, at the last whorehound or whorehound before last. Uh, we double teamed her. Um, <laughs> Tower. But Sandra Bullock is weird because in there's she she you I I kind of get the feeling that she was probably a tomboy. And leaning towards being, I don't know, man. I I get, I don't know. If <laughs> if it came out that she was a lesbian in real life, it would be yeah. Because she 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 kind of has a boyish quality to her. 
I don't think she's, she, I think, I, I I think mean, other people might call it the girl next door. No, because Ginger Lynn was a girl next door, and she took it up the ass <laughs> and sucked cock like maybe, a fucking pro. Maybe Bullock does. She just doesn't put it on film. <laughs> well, okay. Well, She's then, fucking hot in this watch. movie, dude. She is. Bullock is hot in this movie. She, she, to me, she's hot from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> but for, I, I, I don't think she's that. I don't think she's that pretty, and she's kind of stupid. She went to okay, school in East Carolina for me to fuck. Huh? She's from this area. She went to East Carolina. Well, she's du- she's dumber than shit, and I'll give <laughs> well, you one example. Okay, I look, but I will tell you why she's dumb as shit, and I'll give you one example, and you'll you'll agree with me. She married Jesse James, <laughs> and then wondered why he cheated on. Her. Come on, okay. Anyway, let's not get off on that track. <laughs> what a dumbass! What a fucking dumbass! Okay. I feel sorry for her, though, now, too, because now I remember when she was up there getting her Oscar, which is the greatest moment of her life for a shitty movie that should have never got a fucking Oscar. <laughs> and I'm sure that, like, Emily, the deadly doll, will agree with that one. Um, they should have made, did this movie like that, where she finds Wesley Snipes on the street, and because he's poor, black, and, <laughs> and, and rich and white, she, she changes tried to re- rehabilitate him. Right. But, but... Okay, so anyway, she she's she she is the it's Stallone sidekick in this, which is better than Rob Schneider, but um, th- she's a good choice because she's not like overly gorgeous or beautiful. Like if she had big boobs and was like some really super duper hot chick, she's the kind of chick that would that you could be friends with, right? And still fuck maybe. <laughs> Uh, like I'm not, she she she's probably a nice girl. She's probably a nice girl in real life. She has that vibe. So I don't want anything to do with her. Um, <laughs> but so um, you, there there you find out later on that that uh, Simon Phoenix. Okay, he's a badass motherfucker. Uh, but somebody <laughs> there's something going on that that's just not right. Uh, uh, and and that leads to. Um, the oh no, I am the That's the other movie. Uh, John Spartan <laughs> uh, having to break out his beret and and try and put a stop to this maniac. It takes a maniac. You want a maniac? You're the maniac to go in after. And he sits there and says that to himself. <laughs> now that's stupid because I mean that really made him look like uh, that. Really is douchey. You know, he has his own catchphrase, but he only says it to himself when he's fucking. <laughs> In a car, like he's by himself. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> there, there's one scene that <sighs> Sandra Bullock is so dumb, like she is in real life, that she, <laughs> she, she's you know, let's have sex. And so, okay, now. I've seen a Stallone sex scene, which was the most unsexy. I never thought Sharon Stone could be in a sex scene after fucking Basic Instinct that she could be in a sex scene that wasn't hot. Mm-hmm. And when they were in that goddamn blowing up people movie, what it was special, special? No, no, no. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Assassin? Yeah, yeah. He had sex with Antonio Banderas in Assassins. <laughs> uh, it was a special with James Woods. But Stallone, that was when he was in his yuppie. I'm I'm into Van Gogh and Gauguin and fucking all this shit. He did a sex scene with Sharon Stone and they're both completely naked. But I remember seeing the interview and he was like, 
I shot this sex scene and I wanted it to be like a work of art. Which, you know, guess what, Stallone? You, you, you've, you've pulled it off because you look like two statues that weren't even fucking moving and there was nothing <laughs> sexy about it. Okay, now, Stallone, as, as jacked up as he is uh, on steroids and shit like that, if he would have had a sex scene with Sandra Bullock, who has never actually had physical sex because they don't have physical sex anymore because they said the exchange of bodily fluids, you know, you had AIDS and all this and that, everything and that. Whatever so came they after just, AIDS. Yeah. They would just do a mental thing. Uh and and which is like me watching porn every morning. Uh, <laughs> it's just a mental thing. You you don't you you you're like, okay, well wait a minute. Once I really would like to go out and, and, and go out on a date and meet a hot chick and fuck the shit out of her. Uh, and have those memories, but then as soon as I jack off, I'm like, nah. What's what's the point? <laughs> so anyway, um, if if they would have had a scene in this and and made this movie rated, okay, let me tell you something right now. After watching, okay, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> After watching, <laughs> like say, the Expendable and 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 that fucking last Rambo movie, and that that Stallone likes, even even the, his version of Get Carter, um, he 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 can do like. Kind of the ultra violence, not kind of ultra violence. That is ultra violent shit. Wesley Snipes and him against each other. These two characters in a rated R take out all the funny shit. Rated R, badass, kick-ass fucking movie with a sex scene with Stallone, who's all jacked. And, oh, no, even better. Okay, she gets raped by Wesley Snipes. No, no, no. Okay, she has sex with Stallone, and Stallone. Is you know he try, he does he does all the I'm I'm going to be artistic and make love to you and everything, but then later on, Wesley Snipes fucks the shit out of her like a fucking man should fuck a woman until she literally shits. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> fucking. Wait wait wait! What if it was like he uh, Snipes' character was like Omar from The Wire and he was like violently gay and he raped Stallone <laughs> instead in the past. <laughs> And then and in then, the future, uh, Stallone had even more reason to go and get him. Yeah, and, and, and wants to have sex with him. He can't because he's so fucked up. Because he's like he 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 sort of he, okay. He, he's had forty all, years he, of frozen dreaming about Snipe's yes. cock stuck in his ass, and he started to like it after that time. And then yes. so he's torn. Yes. And oh my god. His ball, Takes so many steroids are really small, so he just has to. Be, he basically has to be a bottom, and he's realized that okay, man, you know, whatever. Maybe this is what I need to be. Okay, so then what happens is Snipes gets Bullock. Bullock's still in love with Stallone because she doesn't know that he's gay. Now he's gay, um, and no, he was all along. Okay. <laughs> we need to move on. Right, right. So anyway. Okay. And then Dennis Leary ends up putting cigarettes out on her ass. Um, but Dennis Leary is in this movie. Okay? Yes, kind of. Edgar Friendly. He plays himself. And, and, huh? He plays himself. Yeah, and yeah, he but well, actually, he he plays himself. Once he starts speaking, you're like, okay, that's fucking Dennis Leary. But at first, I thought it was Wayne Gretzky, and I was like, what the fuck, you know? And then. Maybe it's Willem Dafoe, but it wasn't. It was uh, it was uh, Leary. Leary does play himself, and but I'll tell you what. After now, this is a, a quick sidetrack. That the, the TV <laughs> oh, show where he plays the fireman is a fucking good move or good TV show. 
where he played the fireman. Oh yeah, uh, what yeah, the hell? Yeah. Was oh, oh, not burn notice. What the? I can't. Well, who gives a shit? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> rescue you have me. Nigel Hawthorne. Huh? Rescue me. Okay, yeah, rescue me. Well, you have Nigel Hawthorne, and he's kind of the uh, the bad dude. Uh, well, the Snipes is the bad dude, but this guy's the bad dude. Uh, times ten, and you have a a um, cameos of sorts by uh. Jesse the Body Ventura, uh, which is cool because I always like seeing Jesse Ventura in in some shit. Even though he supports Ron Paul, he if you listen to him, he has some good ideas. And this isn't a political podcast. Dan Cortez <laughs> is in this. What the fuck? Where was he? What? He must have been. He one was of the, the- top. Taco Bell Entertainer, because Taco Bell <laughs> had to have had product placed shit in oh this because God. they talk about a lot. Yeah, and yeah. Dan Cortez is Taco Bell Entertainer. Uh, there were several people. <laughs> there were some other people in here, and I can't remember exactly who they were. But I remember reading that there was a couple other people that were thrown in and some stupid scenes. Um, where they just were kind of like a, a guy walking down the street or something. Anyway. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater because Stallone was so big at the time and going to see it. And um, I feel the same way now as I did then. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a cute movie, but it's kind of unsatisfying because it would have been much better if it would have been balls to the wall kick ass shit yeah and they went really with a, a kind of making it kind of uh, silly in a lot of parts so well, yeah the i mean silliness, like, the, you, like the you know with sandra bullock's character always getting her her uh euphemisms wrong like or you know well euphemisms right i guess it's it's point of view. yeah ass. you really licked his ass or let's go blow this guy yeah 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 <laughs> well, she's just fuck. i mean i don't know she's probably a nice person they should have got <laughs> to play that part. Oh, seriously, though, don't you think this movie could have been, you know... I think it's a product it's, of its time. If this movie was made it, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it would have been completely different. Is the only, I mean, well, you know, Rambo 2 was pretty fucking violent. And, and it, it was stupid violence because we I literally choked on a piece of popcorn and had to... <laughs> I, I, I was too embarrassed to have somebody give me the Heimlich and I didn't want even anybody to know. But we went... <laughs> Rambo 2 sat in the front row because it was so crowded. We had to sit in the front row with our necks straight up. And my friend Jim was laughing and making fun of Rambo so bad because of how stupid it was. He shot 5,000 arrows even though he had like two in his quiver and just the grenades and people getting blown up. And he made me laugh and I had a piece of popcorn in my mouth and I went <laughs> – and I sucked it right down my throat. And when Oof. they say you can't breathe, you can't make a sound – I could not make a fucking sound. I could not breathe. So I leaned forward, and then all the rest of the popcorn, with the exception of the piece that was stuck down my throat, was still in my mouth. You can't spit it out because you can't blow anything out. <laughs> I had to lit, bend forward, take my finger, put it in my mouth, and and just make swirly, like, you know, in my mouth so that it would fall out. And then I stuck my finger back and crushed up the popcorn, and then I could breathe. And I told him about it later. I said, dude, I literally choking to death. Well, All because Ram- of Stallone. Rambo, Rambo two. Well, I, so Stallone almost killed you. Rambo two was, yeah, in, exactly. was eighty five. So I mean, this is eight <laughs> years later, and I think yeah. I mean this has a feel of an early nineties actioner, 
where that this the the attitude of it you have the action the the action pullover from the 80s but then you have this and it's really the best way to describe it is this early 90s mentality about it where everything was kind of like almost like tongue in cheek that's how a lot of things were then that's how, that's how a lot it's of action movies were yeah anyway but, but mm. um I would like to see if Snipes gets out of jail. I would really love to see him uh, be in, like, if they made an Expendables movie or something like that. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, they won't put uh, these Goldman Sachs fucking assholes in prison for ruining the whole world economy. And they'll put Martha Stewart and Wesley Snipes in fucking prison. And they can shove it up their fucking ass because that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, Jake, what did you think of Demolition Man? <laughs> I just think we should leave Martha alone. Um, let's see here. Uh, I loved the opening scene where uh, Stallone is getting ready to zip line down the down into the building, and he doesn't even know Wesley Snipes is there. <laughs> and he's like he, he's zipping down like two hundred feet in the air, and he's just going Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Jake's turn and everything, but I, I wanted to throw this in because this was a big thing, and I, I didn't make a note of it. What the fuck is up with his grunting? Like when he goes when he when he if he does not somersault, it's like he, if he goes to the window, it's like he he fucking make it's like he grunts. I mean, and when he walks, he's like he's trying to make his lats stand out. And he, and he walks real stiff back, and he holds his hands like he's posing so his veins and his forearms will stand out. But that grunting shit, even in Rocky, when he throws a punch, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's up with this grunting? When he runs, he's like, he's grunting. Awesome. Is he that fucking muscle bound that he can't fucking <laughs> Trouble do anything? Properly. Without, like, fucking <laughs> 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 Phoenix. I'm a moron who made a billion dollars, motherfucker. And then he stole Chuck Webner's story and fucking Chuck <laughs> Webner's suit. So, fuck yeah. Cocksucker. <laughs> dumb shit. He's just a dumb shit that fell into something. Mm. Uh, sorry, Jake. All right. With the exception of Wesley Snipes, fuck everybody in this movie. And I hope Wesley Snipes got to fuck Andra Bullock because she deserved it. Um, on a side note, um, this movie is known as Rainbow <laughs> the Destroyer in Kuwait. Rainbow the Destroyer? Nice. What? Because yeah, it's called Rainbow the, the Destroyer in Kuwait. Kuwait. Every movie. What? Say that again, Zom. I said, the reason being is because they couldn't tell the goddamn difference because he plays the same fucking part in every fucking movie. <laughs> oh, Rainbow. I thought, you said, I thought you said Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Rainbow yeah. the Destroyer. I'm like, whoa, I missed something. You're... You're still stuck on the no. uh, Wesley Snipes raping him thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the rainbow uh -oh. warrior. The dingo warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rainbow paint on his face. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay. Uh, another little bit of trivia. Slice Stallone wanted Jackie Chan for Snipes' role, which, mm. considering how they did the action in this movie, would have been a really stupid idea. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad they didn't go with um, I can't. Has Jackie Chan ever played like a villain? Not. I don't. Not in American movies. I don't think. Because I, I'm yeah. just. What I was to say is, I just can't. 
he he's such a likable. Maybe it would be like fucking Henry Fonda in Once Upon a Time in the West, but uh, he's <laughs> such a likable character. I just can't see him ever. Would it, why would he even think that? That shows you how dumb that motherfucker yeah. <laughs> is. He's dumb. He's laughing right. straight at the bank, but it ain't because he's smart. Uh, let's see here it feels like there's like a ghost of another script in this movie where they gave um, uh, what's this type of catchphrase the whole Simon Says bullshit Mm -hmm. because he only does twice in the movie but they always kind of like Simon Says die but it's like a big wet fart in the movie you're like I don't know they they, they forget about it later on if you if you listen to Frank Stallone talk about like uh on Howard Stern talking about being on like a set with one of these movies or something like that. He will say like, okay, they, they Stallone would hire this director and then Stallone, if the guy based Stallone basically directs the fucking movie, he says, you know, we're going to do it this way. And if he thinks of something funny, we got to throw this in here. uh, We got to do it this way. He, you know, once he got so much power, well shit, right off the bat with Rocky, he, Pretty mm-hmm. much was doing that that shit. If Frank Stallone was in this and he had sex with Sandra Bullock and <laughs> Wesley Snipes and it was like a double penetration, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, there's another catchphrase that doesn't land at all. There's a part where Sylvester Stallone's talking to one of the uh, Edgar friendly like uh, toe cutter lackey looking people. Um, he's like, "You're gonna regret this for the rest of your life." And then, it, like, the camera, like, zooms up right up his fucking clay face mug. And he's like, both seconds on. That should have been his cat uh, the whole thing. <laughs> both seconds on. But there was a dude that looks like a, like a straight-up, like, clone of Toe Cutter. He's got, like, the same little, like, white streak in his hair, the frizzy, like, Gavin Rossdale hair or whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I thought during the sex scene, Sylvester Stallone was making faces, like, whenever I ate a sour candy, like, whenever I ate a warhead. He was making these, like, weird contortions. <laughs> not a... Not something I want to remember. Not something I want to remember. But, um, hey, Jake, hang on one second. Alright, here we go. Oh, Alright. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, just my overall feelings on the movie. It's pretty much just... And we kind of touched on it. Like, it's not a real kind of true blue action film, really. It's more like a, it's really just a popcorn entertain film. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the action choreography, it's not there. There aren't any really good set pieces to it. It's kind of a, a neutered sort of action film. The only reason it's R is probably because of all the, the, the fucks and the, the cursing they yeah. wanted to do to sell that joke. Yeah, the language but, definitely. Is, and what? then, and then because, I guess they knew they were going to get an R at that point, so they went ahead and threw some like random titties in there just as a, <laughs> what do you guys yeah, think? Exactly. What do you guys? Th- what do you guys think of uh, Wesley Snipes' karate? I've always it's, it's thought, good. like, I mean, not and I like when he does the, the that real fast shit. Like when he would like just throw this real fast flurry of punches in this. But sometimes, I mean, it's like he's he he does stuff, and it's almost just like he's kind of. Which I know it's for a movie, so he's doing it for that reason. But he's like he's posing. He'll throw a kick, and then he'll stand there and hold the, the pose. Uh, I love yeah, when yeah. he was trying to kick the window at the museum, where he was just like, yeah. <laughs> and his foot would just stay up there. And he looks at that dude. He's like, "How much do you think? How much do you weigh?" And he throws the dude. That was pretty cool. But uh, it wasn't on full display here. And I know Wesley Snipes is a fucking legit 
like martial artist. Like he's got oh, belts yeah. in several different uh, so am I. styles. But, but I mean, and I and I know that he's been in other things where he had he was had a chance to show off a little more. Yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be as yeah, good I, as he is, it's amazing that he hasn't been in more stuff that that show his. You know, usually he's kind of like the the gun toting guy. He's not as it's not as the or the you know or like with Blade the weapon in general sporting guy, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get to show his martial arts off as much as he probably could. Well, he this could be one of those guys that just doesn't have very good like skills in terms of choreography because there are tons of guys that are tremendous martial artists but they can't sell choreography to yeah, save their yeah. lives. It could Randy be one of those guys. Awful. What? Well, Randy Couture, he just I, I, oh I yeah. Mean, well, the the mixed martial arts style, which is based, which a lot of that hybrid style is based a lot on grappling and wrestling. So you don't, you know, that's not really mm-hmm. that flashy. Yeah, and he can't act for shit, but. This movie, and I forgot to add this, this is a little Wikipedia thing, was supposed to star Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal opposite each other in the Stallone snipes part. Now, that would have been fucking interesting, especially back then, because let me tell you something. With the ego that uh, (laughs) Seagal had at that time, well, and and the cocaine that uh, Van Damme had. Oh, yeah. This was early on for both of them. Yeah, that's true. Man, that would have been a cool movie. Yeah, that was still like when they were in their primes. That would have been actually a pretty damn interesting little film. I, I don't know I'd how much of a villain he would have been. I'd watch those two opposite each other right now with Fat Seagal and a <laughs> uh, big bump on his forehead. Uh, <laughs> anyway, continue, Jake. Oh, um, I didn't really have many other notes. I think we kind of touched on most okay. of them. So like, you are, just, had written down the part about Wesley Snipes fucking her and all that shit that I brought up? <laughs> Do I? You should have told me. Well, I mean, it's, you know. Um, I love the awesome virtual fighter graphics that they show while laser thawing out <laughs> Sly. Very, very telling of the time. Um, yeah. But the... Uh, I, I did like the line. There, there's some good, like, one-liners and stuff, which is a pullover from the 80s, I guess. But when... And it's, I guess they mostly come from, they mostly come from Snipes here. But uh, I like when he says, "I've been dreaming about killing you for forty years." When he finally realizes who he is, and Snipes is just good throughout for me because I love how he's he's so joyful about these horrific things he's doing. Uh, and Stallone's like, "I've been dreaming about your dick in my hands for forty years." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the bullets are so fucking slow in this movie because I don't know how many times Snipes would shoot a gun at, St- at Stallone. The camera would go to Stallone. He would dodge, and then the bullet would hit the wall beside him. Now, I don't know how many dodge, times that fucking happened. He would dodge and go, ooh. <laughs> he was sleeping out of the way. Like when he, it's kind of like the scene in, uh, in Watchmen when they're raiding the fucking prison at the beginning when he's doing that. He goes down the elevator shaft. A dude leans over the elevator shaft, shoots down, and then it shows Stallone swinging through a window to avoid the bullets. Like, what the fuck? How slow are these goddamn bullets? Stallone was in Watchmen? No, but it, the, he, there was that similar scene with uh, with Night Owl and what's-her-face. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the Silk Spectre. That yeah. I, I think that's why he was grunting. It was the, the sonic waves from his grunting kind of... It's because he was giving his all. <laughs> I like, I like Stallone. Stallone's one of these guys, like in Expendables, that takes pride in the fact that he like fucking cracked a vertebrae in his back uh, in the fight scene, and it's like almost like pro wrestling. The guys are like, "Yeah, I work stiff. I'm in a wheelchair now." It's like, listen, this is fake. You're not, you, you can don't take have pride to do that, that, dummy. But it's fucking stupid. 
<laughs> Dumb shit. There's a, there's a, what's an NBT mean? Most valuable thing. Okay. Um, so uh, there's a there's a jab. I don't want to steal that, but I'm ask you guys for an NBT at the end. Of there's this, a jab uh, at Schwarzenegger. Get to the end here. of it. Yeah, if we ever get to the end. And there's a jab <laughs> at Schwarzenegger in here, which is pretty funny considering what eventually did happen. President Schwarzenegger and the Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 How's that working out for you, California? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Apparently, it takes uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone only about an afternoon and evening to get over the news of his dead wife. Um, he's <laughs> already he's already ready to fuck uh, fuck Sandra Bullock or Sandra Bernhardt. I'm Sandra Bernhardt. I know certain people that, would, that wouldn't even need a dead wife for that inspiration. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, when they put, oh yeah, <laughs> I love when they put the sex helmets on and she hands him a towel. <laughs> I don't need a towel. That's what your lips are for. Yeah, so I guess that they got past stupid. the touching part, but he's still gonna blow a load in his pants. So, <laughs> and it was stupid when he said, like, when she was talking about, ooh, real sex, and he's like, you know, the blah blah blah, the blah blah, the hunka chunka. Like, the who the fuck it the hunka yeah. chunka? That, Come on. He wrote that. I guarantee. It. <laughs> That was funny, so he had him put it in there. Uh, but that was not in the script. That was, that was Stallone. He has a really stupid sense of humor. This is this for some reason made me think of Zom. But when she said, "You're a savage creature, John Spartan, and I wish you to leave my domicile now," I feel like maybe that's been said to you before. <laughs> uh, I used to get it before they, you know, and then I get out. Uh, let's see. My last two notes. Not everyone is as eager to, to, as you to resort to violence to solve all the difficulties in life. I don't remember who said that, but for some reason I, I wrote that down. I just found a fucking picture which dispels us seeing his balls. I think we were just imagining it, and I will put this picture on. Uh, right now. And keep talking, and then we'll see. And, we'll, and, and uh, I don't think – I think we thought we saw his balls. I don't think we saw his balls. Mm. Um, my last thing, That's there's a really – There's a disappointing. There's a really remarkable uh, car jumping stunt in here. I don't know how fast they were actually going. If they kind of what, what's the term cr- cranking when they make the the film look faster than yeah, it actually over, is. Over but somebody over. somebody jumps from rooftop to rooftop while on moving cars, which is pretty amazing. Um, I don't know how fast those cars were actually going, but it was a pretty cool. Is stunt. there another? Okay, I know there's at least one movie. Stallone must have a thing about this too. The prison movie was it locked up? Lock out, lock up. Yeah, they had the same fucking thing with it. Like almost the exact same fucking car. Was there any other movie where he pulls out a vintage hot rod and does something? Because He's got a truck and Cobra. Yeah. Well, it was that not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Skype is not agreeing with us right now. Um, let's go ahead and get into our ratings. Okay, dokie. I'll, I'll just go ahead. Um, I give it a six point seven five out of ten. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's just not that great. Yeah. Watch it for oh, it's fun. Well, is it? Are you sure it's a fun You're movie? You're breaking what a fucking is. No, it was good <laughs> stuff. I enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed the conversation with you guys. Yeah. Chemistry, yes. Um. Yeah. I give it a five right down the middle because <laughs> it's it's just um, it's too goofy to be like fucking badass. It's too it's I mean it's it's a very safe 
movie. Mm. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and thus, uh, okay, making fun of it, maybe, like Snipes, you can make fun of it and enjoy that, but it's just very, it's, it's so safe that it just kind of... Uh. Blah, my my MVT, what you were asking, would definitely be Snipes. I, I liked every time he was on the screen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a shit, man. Um, I give it a I give it a seven, and this one has nostalgic value for me too because I saw this in the theater too. But I was a I mean, I was what sixteen, seventeen when this came out, so it it hit me at a good time when you know I used to think the the uh, profanity machine, whatever the verbal morality machine, was pretty <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. And, um, and I, I still laugh at it. Um, probably at times when I shouldn't. Um, it's a it's a definite it's a it's a it's a definite product of the '90s, and it scream a lot of it screams that. Um, it's not a great movie, but seven out of ten for me, a little less than like three stars or whatever. But um, it's solid. It's worth checking out if you've never seen it. Definitely. So, and it's just too long. I think mainly it could have been higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It didn't need to be two hours long because it. There's a few times where it's like, okay, come on, let's get on with it. So, get on with it. Sweet. All right. Kind of like this show. Fucking yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, we're gonna hit three hours easy. Uh, Let's take a break (laughs) and come back and do our feedback. Yeah, we'll be right back. Are you tired of the same old pop culture podcast? Do you listen to those other podcasts and think to yourself, why aren't they talking about the things I'm interested in? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and when I want to listen to a couple of guys with their appendages on the pulse of pop culture, Penis. I listen to the Are You Serious podcast. Hear news about politics and religion where hosts Chris and Frank ask the tough questions. You woke up with a cock in your mouth. Would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. How big is the cock? <laughs> You'll hear entertainment news about your favorite movies and TV shows, plus plain old wholesome discussion about the lives of Chris and Frank. I mean, now I am, like, tattooed. It's weird. It's like I've... I guess I should explain what I got. Yeah. It's three swastikas. Each one interconnected. <laughs> <laughs> to look like a smiley face. And on my left arm is cock and balls. And you notice I looked at my right the character arm. Character from said an old that. Disney film. It's a prequel to Song of the South. Exactly. No, I have, it's um, called Song of the Cock and Balls. <laughs> it sounds like this. So when you think pop culture podcast, remember this. What's that thing between the dick and the asshole? The Are You Serious Podcast on iTunes or AreYouSeriousPodcast.com. Just to help out the guys that are you serious, the thing between the dick and the asshole, Sylvan Gold. <laughs> fart noise. Um, metal fish fart noise. I can't um, believe I farted so many times during this episode and it had yeah, not shit myself. <laughs> I'm, I have no shit left. I've shit like four I times. Not. It's kind of disappointing after all the sharding talk. Yeah, we talked for four and a half hours the other night. It was update on Horror Hound and uh, shit, old shitting in your pants stories. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Aaron's like, did you record it? <laughs> I did not. We should have. That would have been funny. Cool. Uh, time for some feedback. I don't think we got any emails this week, but we did get quite a few voicemails, so. What? Yeah, man. We even got a celebrity call in. Uh, exactly. It's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> hey, fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> actually, I'm a funny actually, guy. actually, it is. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, here we go. All right. Is first like voicemail. Five feet tall? Good. The voicemail is five feet tall. Hang on, see me. Hang on for the weekend, and it's, uh, I don't know what time it is now. It's fucking late. Back at the room, party still continues. It's about 1.30 a.m. And I'm just chilling here, laying on my bed in my uh, sweet six-and-a-half-hour drive with Justin Overholt to the Cinematic, which <laughs> turned into about an eight-hour drive to an eight-and-a-half-hour drive due to Dom Dom. Motherfucker, Tom Tom. Um, everything's good. Good party. Good <laughs> New friends, old friends. Uh, chilling out with, uh, you know, oh, Dusty and Bryn, Aaron, Will, Sammy, Emily, Randy and Lisa, Metal Mikey, Zach the Lightning Bug. Uh, Matsuzaga. Just hanging out with all the gang. Loaf. Hanging out with all the gang. Loaf. Where you at? Where you at? We get crazy. We need some pickle loaf up in here in Indianapolis, Indiana, going so late. So anyway, I'm going to bed. Feel like shit. Still feel like shit. But sounds uh, like shit. <laughs> this Doctor Zom. Don't give a shit. Just want to sleep. Fuck off. Zom. Man, I did sound like shit, and I was not. That was like Friday night, and I was still, I was sick, man. Uh, oh, everybody, fun. everybody at Horror Hound is getting sick. So, oh, well, whatever. That's their cross to bear. Oh, cool! Thanks, Tom, for the voicemail. Uh, you can catch him on Silva and Gold. Maggot. Great, po- great podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, next voicemail. Uh oh, it looks like a blank one. What? what? Oh, oh, nothing. Right. Nothing. Right, me called, again. They called back. Dear Loaf and Zom, I wrote to explain I'm your biggest fan. I just wanted to ask, could I eat your ass right back as soon as you can? <laughs> you had a lot of dick, had a lot of dick, had a lot of time. Had a lot of time. You had a lot of dicks, Loaf and Zom, but you ain't had mine. <laughs> P.S. Mom and Dad, this is Loaf and Zom. Loaf and Zom, this is my mom and dad. Now show them your boutiques. Now show them your boutiques. P.S. Mom and Dad, this is Loaf and Zom. Loaf and Zom, this is my mom and dad. Now show them your butt cheeks. Now <laughs> show them your butt cheeks. Would you fuck me if I blow? 
<laughs> and of course, that was uh, Doctor J from the Family Movie Night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, uh, Manchester Pole. Oh, yes. Okay, here's our celebrity call in for the week. Hello, it's me, Sylvester Stallone. Oh I my hear you God! Reviewing my sci-fi movie, Demolition Man. <laughs> it's that me, Sylvester Stallone, and I'm a badass cop who beats the crap out of Wesley Snipes with his blonde hair, and then we both get frozen in ice because they can't handle us because we're bad shit. Uh, then uh, Wesley Snipes gets unfrozen, and all the pussies in the future can't handle him because he knows all about using guns and all that crap. I, and they then have to unfreeze me from a block of ice, but... Uh, some some prick has uh, made me learn all about knitting and all that kind of Christmas <laughs> shit. So I find it difficult to kick his ass. The film also stars Sandra Bullock, but I used to call her Sandra Buttocks because I made her wear tight pants and I used to look at her ass all the time when we were filming. I then go back to my trailer and jerk off and come everywhere. It was beautiful. <laughs> Around the time Demolition Man was released, I also did a film called Judge Dredd. They're, they've made a sequel to my Judge Dredd movie, but they have not asked me to come back. I don't know why. Maybe they couldn't handle me. Uh, anyway, all I know is the man that's now playing Judge Dredd Fucking doesn't want to get his face shown because he's a pussy and he can't say I'm the like I can in the movie when I said, I am the. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks, Sly. That's a good one. Uh. <laughs> that might have been a better review than we gave it. <laughs> I went back to my trailer and jerked off and came everywhere. Uh, that was Chris uh, B. I mean Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, but well, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. All right, next voicemail. <laughs> hey, Silver and Gold. It is Cody. Rude. I mean Cody. You guys. <laughs> I am walking back to my apartment from the subway, uh, and I don't know if my underwear is too small or if there's problem with the way I'm wearing it because both of my testicles are being uh, compounded right side the crotch of the underwear appears to be coming up too high everything is collected way too closely I don't want to reach down and rearrange an 18 wheeler (laughs) when so near a police station so I have to walk around like this for a little bit. I figured I'd talk to someone who could who could relate. <laughs> kind of genital issues, like another two of you can't. Um, I uh, like seeing the photos coming in from Horror Hound. Um, seeing Zom and Cinemasius together was was uh, pretty life affirming. Uh, <laughs> uh, think about two of you going on adventures. Zom giving a Cinemascus different life lessons, mm-hmm. teaching him the ropes like a 
Tarzan and Boy from the Tarzan movies from the early 40s. And, uh, oh, Molly Maguire sounds really good. Uh, I will be checking that out uh, well, as I can. And looking forward to what you guys have to say about Time Bandits. So, uh, talk to you later. Bye. Sweet. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, Is Thank you, Cody. Going? I feel like that, I feel like it was still going. I felt like I still heard street noise. <laughs> uh, I don't know where Cody lives. I wish I had a subway though. I'll tell you that. Let me tell you Sam- something. Like a sandwich? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, yeah, subway sandwich going solely. <laughs> I'm gonna play that sandwich. Somebody say something about hate the subway sandwich. Jerry oh, Lawler. I got hey, some. Jerry Lawler, sorry about the heart attack, fat fuck. <laughs> He's not really fat, though. <laughs> Fucking 62. I would hope I look like that when I'm 62. Jesus. You don't, well, you look like that now, and he's 62. I know, exactly. So what's that mean? <laughs> uh, except he's got more body hair. I'm just like Twinkie and fat. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, so we got three in a row from somebody's I'm going to make some noises at. Jesus. I know. Oh, God. We're in. <laughs> it is I, the cinematic. Oh. just there, Walter, calling in Monday morning, suffering from boo. A whorehound weekend hangover, yeah. and mainly a depression because it's the first time I woke up and saw the guy in the room with me, and I can't believe that this is my friend. As you can tell, I lost my voice, and in my head, I kind of sound like man guy. I thought, yeah, I, I think know, his voice is changing. Like or something. <laughs> uh, people keep telling me I gotta call in because I had an amazing weekend, goddamn, the best fucking weekend ever. Uh, so, alright, let's give a. Give a quick rundown to the people that weren't there, and if you weren't there, you were there. <laughs> is that Peter spirit. Brady? And uh, Logan should have been there, man. I mean, this is why you don't get married, all right? Uh, actually, let me phrase that. You get married to, you know, Teresa, you know, for Tino Smith or uh, the Lightning Bugs, what? Because they show up to these things. So, uh, and they have a blast. That's okay, that's okay. You can just say, you can just say. Uh, there was a guy representing with a mustache there, so I kind of felt like you were there. Oh, uh, yeah, man, man, where did we get? Friday night, you know, it's... The, the Friday took me and Zon a long ass time to get there. Four hours up to Connellsville to meet him at a Walmart, and it was supposed to be what six and a half hours to Indy. But the fucking Tom Tom, which almost got me raped, because when I'm going to the Connellsville Walmart, which is a the one downtown, he keeps taking me some like broken down building. And he's saying you're at your destination. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm gonna get raped by some eighty year old dude selling crack cocaine on the side. Uh, but no, I finally we both went found that so. So it's six and a half hours up to Indy. Became seven and a half because our Tom Tom took a nap. He out by Peter Redman and almost took us back to Zom's house. And he took forever to notice because we were a bit too busy bullshit about wrestling movies and life. So, but we eventually got there. What was a four thirty or so? We see Aaron, we see Sammy. Cole was there to confront Sammy, as was, and he brought a cold anal douche with him. Uh, and then, you know, just finally with the life of the party, you know, we just kind of all got settled in, and then, you know, we just partied until, what, 2, 3 a.m., I think, at uh, Aaron Gorge was caught cake for his birthday. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, you know, but then Saturday, man, Saturday was the day for the Cinemascus. After having an incredible breakfast with the gang, you know, they all did their shop, and I stayed back for years, um, and, you know, Matt and Coop and all them. I was standing on the on the uh, floor the whole time weekend. I was gonna go check out the things. I haven't been to one of these conventions. I gotta check it out. And man, was I didn't, I didn't have to pay these celebrities. Man, I just we kept coming up. I'm talking to him. You know, Ken Ferrell, yeah, with Furlong, Boyd Banks, Elvira. We're talking to him. I got my picture taken with Lance Henriksen. I also saw this cock, but shh, it's a secret. I hear he's gonna keep him there. Uh, yeah, we got that. And then the cream of the crop. Right, right. When we're having our party out in the courtyard. 
Fucking, I made out with Linda Hamilton, one of my you first did. crushes. So, fuck <laughs> yeah. All right, I am a man. That's why I lost my voice, man. I was celebrating that since Saturday night. Now it's Monday morning. I'm still not bragging about it. I got to fight everybody I know. And, you know, in my, you know, my, uh, my actual life, I guess you'd say, but I'm not with the board to talk to anybody today because I barely have a voice. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man, and, you know, party up to like 3, 4 a.m., just taking photos, just bullshitting. We got kicked uh, out of the courtyard because we were too loud. Yeah, we did. Because, uh, you know, people thought, hmm, it's a good idea to, to get a room at the Marriott right where the Horrorhound Convention is itself and then complain about it being too loud. Of course it's going <laughs> to be too loud. It's a convention. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, you know, we got up. We were supposed to have breakfast today, but we, we all forgot we were on Canadian time, so we didn't get it to what, 9.30 or so? <laughs> yeah, we went to Crack Barrel. Uh, I'm sure you would have loved to have been there, Loaf. I know you love Cracker Barrel. Uh, me and Zom hit up like 20 of them on the way home. Uh, you know, we had a Cracker Barrel, then we had to say goodbye to Will and Sammy. But, you know, we went back to Oaktown. We, we were supposed to just say goodbye to everybody, you know. But, you know, we kept getting on uh, on discussions about Emily's flat ass, which, you know what, it's a joke that she's flat ass. Mister Emily, if you listen, you have a great ass, all right? Whoa. Hey, 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 nah. Shots fired. I'm not going to explain that. I'm just going to let people... Come to their conclusions on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm sure Zom probably brought it up. It's not. There was this. Uh, we used to feel like a dick, but there, but screw it. This guy was obnoxious asshole. He's uh, he's in a wheelchair. He's a handicapped guy in a wheelchair. And, you know, first we had no idea who he was. We thought we were friends of the group, you know, Will Sammy. But he just kind of like just randomly showed up. Now I was like, all right, you know, we'll bring him to the party. But he ended up becoming an obnoxious asshole. He just kind of buttoning on everybody, just trying to be an asshole. He comes up to Emily and calls her a flat ass bitch. So. And we seen him the next morning rolling to the gas station, still complaining about flat-ass bitch, but uh, what are you going to do? So, you know, so I think we were supposed to say goodbye, but we went stop bullshit for an hour. So I've got a big box of porn, so I know he was happy. He's supposed to be reviewing hey. that scene by scene each week, so I better hear a review. Oh, man, I'm sure there's a lot I'm forgetting. I made out with Matt Mills, too. I was making out with everybody. You know, I've seen a bunch of, you know, gorgeous ladies and some hot men, you know. I was the head of the party on Saturday wearing my, yes, yes. Yes, Daniel Bryan's shirt. That's why I remember my voice. I had to keep screaming that all weekend. And I know Brennan wanted me to hook up with the one girl. She kept coming over and doing the yes, 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 no, no, no thing. So Brennan was like, you should just tell her, come, in, come into that closet with me for 10 minutes, and you'll be shouting yes, yes, yes all night long. Awesome. I should have, but you know what? I'm a gentleman, and I had to save myself for the love of my life. Justin, Justin, let that a long time ago. I'm going to invite all of you to the wedding. Um, I was going to say, who's going to be the ring bearer? She's usually the youngest of the group, and that's me. Uh... Hmm, maybe Will, maybe, maybe Large William Jr. Maybe Will Funk could be the ring bearer. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm fucking shit. Mother, I'm probably not talking about. Uh, it'll be just an amazing weekend full of memories. I really hate being back here. It's it's nice to be back home, but it kind of sucks because, you know, it's like, man, another year and we got to do this. Hopefully we'll all be there. But, you know, and anybody who can't make it, like I said, you are there in spirit. You know, the GGTMC, Silver and Gold, Hammocks, all these podcasts, we represent your action track. We all represent worldwide. And if you're not there, and personally, you're there in spirit. So I just want to say thanks to everybody who did attend and you helped me get there uh, for the best damn week of my life. Uh, I was so glad to be able to see Aaron coming the whole way from Hawaii. That's a, that's a great guy right there. I'm glad he had a happy birthday. He just fucking United Airlines was it, was fucking with his goddamn luggage. Uh, and then, of course, Tom Tom was taking us to close big lots. But, you know, all <laughs> I'm going to stop rambling as much as I want to keep talking because my voice is a little, you know, 
hurting right now. I'm going to have to be talking all day as much as I don't want to. You never know it. So, you guys, you know, you keep up the good work, (laughs) and hopefully uh, a year will go by real quick because I'm going to do this again. All right, guys, bye. And he called back twice more because his voice felt better, apparently. So here we go. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hurt my voice a bit more, but I feel like an ass. I didn't even mention people like Christine Makepeace, Dylan Santori, Troy Sauer, uh, Matthew House. Uh, I think I mentioned Coop uh, and Mills from you know, Entry Open. They're lovely ladies. Ah, I'm so hung up on Linda Hamilton. I forgot about these people. Uh, Dusty, my main man, Dusty. I love being there with Dusty you. Did I, mention, I, I know I mentioned Mikey. I need to my phone down here for it, too. Ah, man. Uh, I got everybody. No, no, Ken Johnson, my man, Ken Johnson, Andy Hong, and all the the podcast group and all all the podcast groups that were there. You know, Fozzie Bear was there. There were so many people. Uh, If I'm leaving anybody out there, it's not an insult on you. I'm just still tired. My voice is kind of hurting a bit. Uh, But, you know, I'm just trying to remember before I go uh, who else I didn't get to say was there. That, that I met there, but you know, it's like you meet these people fishing for the first time, but you you would have thought you know them for life because it's the most comfortable I've ever been. So now I'm out, and if I forgot anybody else, I, I apologize. I didn't forget. Just you know, so many, Don't and worry. I'll probably call, call back, back in. So I feel like an asshole. <laughs> anyway. uh, all right, hopefully this is the last call. Hopefully this is the last call. But wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. There's one more. Oh my God, it's another five. Three minutes. Okay, right? I know I'm calling it again. I shouldn't, but I just forgot. I asked a bunch of people. It's like Aaron Friday night, uh, drunk off the bat, nearly got into a, a fight with the cab driver. Me, Will, him, <laughs> Mill, look at that. like uh, Coop and his girlfriend all got a you know cab back to the hotel. And one of the first things we did when we got in there, we were saying, but we were the only one to go. The cab driver's like, "How do you want me to get you there?" And before we can even say something, Aaron's like. I don't know, man. You're the fucking cab driver. Oh, man. And, of course, unfortunately, he had to keep puking. But, hey, you know what? He had to do that. on Saturday, um, as we're going to, like, these disc replays, he had to get a hex in it. And I think he was going to put his uh, foot on the brake. And, you know, poor Britt, who just got into a car accident a while ago, <laughs> she's just, she's just fucking Christ song. <laughs> oh man, it was a Sunday, Sunday. We're getting gas, me, Tom, and uh, Aaron. And right before we get gas, this lady comes up, knocks on our window, and uh, she was talking about how uh, she was. Uh, sorry, boom! Uh, she was. Uh, her car broke down. Her daughter was pregnant. As she showed it to labor, she had a three-month-old daughter also in there. You know, and for all we know, I thought she was going to say something about a, about a baby being on fire. So she just needed a little help. And I'm just like five dollars. Two seconds after she leaves, Aaron says, "Lying ass, fucking bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm not going to say it here. <laughs> she made us feel guilty because she was saying that how these. These these n words around here wouldn't help help her out, of course. So I'm like, of course she's just trying to play on our emotions. Why is nothing playing? I want to watch these videos from the weekend before having a shower. Aaron, but my has no my, my, my Adobe Flash plugin wants to keep crashing. Fuck you, Adobe. Alrighty, I'll probably end up going back in because there's so many fucking stories oh, I got to tell. Like, oh, look, no, I'm getting this kicked out because he brought because uh, because we didn't know, but he, you know he brought his booze and his skinny girl, which you know. Ended up getting him so drunk that he went to a to the, to the fountain outside, you know, get cheered <laughs> on by Elvis and everybody. Um, I don't remember. But any you of know, this. so they came over and we saw us. We had to get rid of. Him. We were gonna get kicked out. So that motherfucker almost got us kicked out. You know, he made out with me. You know, 
He wanted to kiss Edward Furlong, but I was able to convince him that wasn't a good idea. But we got to talk to Furlong. Um, and as much as I know that guy can be an asshole in real life, and you know, certainly didn't look like he wanted to be there. He was Is that nice Mills, to us. Or what are you talking about now? Uh, <laughs> drunk. Uh, honestly, I think it's because we both named dropped Brain Scan and Detroit Rock City, so he was just flabbergasted by that. Because um, we made him smile when we named dropped those two movies. Alrighty, I really need to get a fucking shower. Maybe take some cold yeah, water. Awesome. He really does. I got. I'll call you guys probably again because I got so many fucking stories I want to talk about. Alright, bye. <laughs> Who was that? I think that was Mikey again. Okay. That's some <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, what more, what more can be said? It was, uh, I'm not the, sure. The, I missed most of it. <laughs> it an oral history from a, Wait a minute. Hey, is he done? <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah that, was uh, last, that was the last, uh, it was a good time. And, uh, got to spend some time with, uh, my main man, Jacob, McLarge, huge, and that chick, whatever. Oh, what's that one name that you were with? Uh, she, she's a Russian cosmonaut. Yeah. yeah. What are we going to do next week? I haven't, we haven't even picked yet. <laughs> do you want to do those two movies that, that CDR was uh, was asking for? Do it. Some, some pink movies? Do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're going to have to pause and figure it out. Those, All right. those were kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do those. Do you remember Let's, what they are? Well, there's a few. We'll decide. I'm gonna, I'll have to pause after we finish They're voicemail. They're dirty, we'll aren't they, right? Yeah, very dirty. Sleazy. Yeah. Very Sleazy. sleazy. Yeah. I'm all down for that. Okay, here we go. A couple more voicemails. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh. <laughs> hey, Stone Gold. Uh, this is Cody. All the time. I hate to. It's a little quiet. He's the person who calls in more than once. Well, um, dude, you, you, you've become a top dog, right? I hadn't congratulated you on making it to a year. Yeah. And whatever. And it's also a few weeks yeah. late, but uh, better late than never. Yeah. It seems like I just it does not seem like it's been a year. Like it seems like so crazy recently that it was. Like, Seriously, man, it seems like it's been more than a year here. Your way through episode zero. Just today. Hating that. <laughs> Texas Ranger and Shane movie. Now you're at fifty four, fifty five, what have you? So super cool. Looking forward to more. You guys are great. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. We love you, Cody. <laughs> uh, next voicemail. If I could turn back home, <laughs> if I could find a way, I'd take back that whole round weekend. So pick a love could stay, even though I made it out. <laughs> And next year the cookie lover just in But love, love, love was nowhere Thanks, That's not Justin. If I could turn back time. Late happy 50th and first year anniversary from Metal Mikey or Justin or whoever the fuck this is calling. <laughs> yes, loaf. Where the fuck were you, motherfucker? Oh, God, yes, that of a bitch. But I did want to leave some brief thoughts on one thing, namely a movie that Zom dropped on the show and I watched based on his recommendation. See see what you get, both? You missed out on one weekend. Not only do I sing a horrible or maybe excellent rendition of Cher because of my (laughs) sorrow over it, but you don't even get a movie nod. Zom gets it, because he was there, and you weren't. But, <laughs> no, Zom, actually, some time ago, talked about a little film called Coriolanus, starring Ray 
Fiennes and Gerard Butler doing his best brand impersonation in the film. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's just like, I'm watching the film, and I'm like, God, he sounds a lot like Bryn. Then I thought, maybe Bryn is actually the originator of the accent, and Gerard mm. Butler is just channeling him. Really excellent film. I would dare say, as host of Action Attraction, yes. you should watch it because it brings you brains along with your action. It brings the Shakespearean content to watching Ray Fiennes knife people to death in the first few minutes and have a really awesome knife fight later on in the film and lots of bullets and blood being thrown about. Shakespeare himself, if he were still alive, he would look on this and approve. But anyways, it's been a long time. So yeah, you all take it easy. Loaf, M-I-A, in my heart. Uh, Loaf, why would you <laughs> And Zom. You both yeah. take it easy. And of course, look forward to talking to Silver Gold again sometime soon. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little zom fart song there. Oh, yeah. old puckering up there. We need yeah. to um, we need to do the uh, in the name of the king double with him. Okay. At some point, <sighs> fucking Statham. Um, Statham. I gotta go to the grocery store. Uh, we got one more. God damn! You like this one? All he thinks about is silver and gold. Silver and gold, Zom and low. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. Yep. How do you measure their worth? <laughs> Just by the pleasure they give here on earth. Silver and gold. Zom and loaf means so much more when I see silver and gold prophylactics on sweaty double D. Zom and loaf means so much more when I see silver and gold. Prophylactics on every double D. Silver and gold, Zom and loaf, Zom brought gifts to the show, I'm told. Loaf was humble to see. William and Sammy, they're on bended <laughs> Silver and gold, Zom and Loaf, filling the world with their, quote, love. Silver and gold means oh, so was. much more when I see. Silver and gold, prophylactics on every sweaty. Double D. Yeah, wake up, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> Justin. His voice sounded better there. Uh, Four times, we, Justin. That's a little bit fucked up. We're gonna have to do that double for demise too. 
We'll do that next week. How about that? or next week week after? How about that? The double D's. The We're gonna do D's, demise. The double, double D's for demise. Um, okay, she better get her ass to horror helm one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's pause real quick and we're gonna decide what we're reviewing. Hang on, we'll be right back. Okay. Oh, we're gonna. Fa- All right, we're back from break. Um, yeah, something like that. Um, so uh, next week on the show, and thanks to everybody that called this week. That was some awesome, awesome feedback. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. The. Uh, in, uh, in I guess inspired by the podcast without honor humanity, hosted by yeah. our lovely co-host today, Jake McLarge Huge. Um, we will be doing a couple pink, 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 pink films. Um, Assault Jack the Ripper, which uh, Jake actually reviewed many moons ago on his lovely show. Yeah. Assault Jack the Ripper, and that is from 1976. <laughs> And then from 79, from the director of Sex and Fury, we'll be doing Star of David, Hunting for Beautiful Girls. Yes. So there'll be lots of uh, titty sucking this week. <laughs> it's violent. Should be, should be good, good times. Yeah. Um, you can always send us feedback. I, did, I forgot to do the uh, roll call last week because we got, in, our, we got no, crashed. No. What? No. What? Feedback. What? 206-339. What's our number? 1600. Um, or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes or silvaandgold.com. And join our Facebook group at, at facebook.com slash groups slash silvaandgold. And, Jake, I would love you to uh, plug your stuff here as well. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to check out the show, it's Podcast Without Honor and Humanity. You can just search it out on iTunes or Google. But if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, it is Podcast Without Honor and Humanity dot Libsyn dot com. Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. So if you enjoyed my contributions or not, fuck it. Just listen to the show anyways. Yeah. It's worth a I mean, shit. And he has, a, uh, he has a Facebook group as well, although his is a yes. bunch of numbers, so you'll have to do searching for that. Yeah, just search podcasts with that on in Humanity, and you'll find some uh, cool shit in there. All righty. Um, I'm going to get food because I'm hungry and my beer is about gone. So, um, you guys have anything else to add? Nope. Thanks for letting me on the show. It was awesome. Thank you very Thanks. much for the, for the, uh, the drop-in. Um, um, well, well, just you know, the the um, horror hound experience was fucking awesome. Jake uh, was awesome hanging out with you and your lady friend, <laughs> and uh, uh, everybody else. Uh, Justin, it was uh, it was awesome to have you as co-pilot navigator, and uh, you you were uh, you know a big part of it uh, for the first time. Hopefully, it won't be the last. I'm sure that we will all be getting together, including uh, <coughs> this. The other, the guy I'm pointing yeah, at right Yeah, that guy. Now. So, and, uh, yeah, so me, I, I went and saw, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. For those of you who don't know, I missed Horror Hound because I got to see Jesus and Mary Chain live. This was a mixed experience for me because the crowd fucking sucked ass. It was the, the <laughs> most boring audience I've ever been to with a show that should have been awesome. They yeah. were fine. The And it's amazing that that 20 years on, the leads are oh Jesus thirty years on the lead singer still has the, I mean they still sound great lead singer still sounds good everything and the fucking crowd could have been fucking old ladies in with walkers standing there that's how well boring. shit they've been around for thirty fucking years it might have been old ladies you're getting old <laughs> that's, true. that's true anyway uh, that's it for me too so until next week this is Lo Oot some Oot take Oot bye bye guys. 